I love video games so much. I'm pretty fond of this podcast, too. They're fun. This is fun. Video games are fun. Well, not all games. Echo the Dolphin's not really that fun, but most games are fun. You know what isn't fun? Buying razor blades. And my friends over at Harry's agree. And that's why they started their company. And I don't understand why anybody would buy razors from anyone else. I'm super serial. Hit up harrys.com slash RTG and pick up a $3 trial set to find out for yourself why I'm so damn serial about this. Harry's makes the best razor blades out there and they ship them right to your front door. I don't think I'm allowed to lie in these, but I'm not anyways. I've been using Harry's for years and I've never considered going anywhere else. The blades come in this awesome little container that's easy to travel with and keeps them sharp and clean and the razor handle doesn't look like a piece of plastic out of cyberpunk. Those handles are great for high school kids with peach fuzz but you're a man now. Shave like one. And it's not just the blades. Looking good is great but smelling good is just as important. Harry's has skin softening body wash with scents like stone, wildlands, and redwood. I don't want to smell like plastic. I want to smell like a man. They have awesome smelling deodorant for $5, hair products, grooming supplies, everything you need to go from a five to a nine. Well, like an eight, and we don't want to overpromise. Well, like an eight, at least. Harry's offers subscriptions so you can get your blades and supplies when you need them, and you can feel free to cancel at any time, but you won't want to, I promise. Listen to me. Harry's is legit. Getting ripped off isn't funny. Switch to Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just three bucks at harrys.com slash RTG. That's harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Remember the Game. It is my retro gaming podcast where every week a buddy of mine and I sit down and we geek out about the games we played back in the day. My name is Adam Blank. Thank you so much for listening to the show. And this week it is episode 207. And it's a Pokemon episode, which means I'm nervous as fuck over here. We're talking Pokemon Gen 2, which is Pokemon Gold, Silver, and Crystal for the Game Boy Color. And Pokemon episodes freak me the fuck out because i know how many people that listen to the show are diehard pokemon fans and i appreciate the passion but no matter how often i say that i don't know much about these games i get called out for not knowing much about these games i didn't bring up your favorite pokemon or the secret cave or this glitch thing you can do i the reason i didn't bring them up is because i didn't know they were fucking there all right i did my absolute best i put over 45 hours into this playthrough of pokemon gold to get ready for this episode and i know i still didn't do everything no i didn't fight red that fight's fucking ridiculous uh but i tried really hard so these episodes make me nervous not only because they're pokemon episodes but this one in particular is a sponsored pokemon episode a listener of the podcast by the online handle dean donian sponsored this episode and bumped pokemon gen 2 to the front of my backlog line so thank you very much dean donian so i'm double nervous because i want you to feel that the episode delivered i want all the listeners that are big pokemon fans not to kill me 
fuck, it's a lot of pressure. But I really, I put my, I really put my ass, all of my ass into this episode. That's what I'm trying to say. I worked really hard. I put almost 50 hours in. I did both games. If you know, you know. And I recruited a Pokemon super fan to be my guest this week. My buddy Miklos returns to the podcast. He's wanted to talk Pokemon since I launched Remember the Game. Admittedly, he's one of the people that gives me shit for not bringing more up about Pokemon. So uh, this is his chance to shine. We're going to talk Pokemon Gold, uh, which, well, particularly in specific, because that's the one that I played. But we're talking the generation as a whole. Dean Donian is going to swing by the episode and explain why he loves this game so much and talk about speedrunning it a little bit. And it's basically just an all-you-can-eat smorgasbord of of Pokesborg, pardon me, whatever, of Pokemon goodness. And we'll get there in just a minute because speaking of all you can eat, super long, listen, fuck. It's time for another edition of the infamous intro, whatever. I swear on my dog's life. That was like my fourth attempt at recording that intro. I haven't done one of these in like a month and... It fucking shows. Jesus, sweet Christ. Uh, it is time for the infamous intro. If you're new to the podcast, welcome aboard. Consider this your warning. Our intros are kind of long, but they're fun. Our intros are like the early stages of a new Pokemon game where you're just hanging out with your starter and fighting Pidgeys and there's no pressure. Uh, but if you do want to skip it, go ahead about 30 minutes and you will find the Pokemon chat. We have merchandise, hoodies, t-shirts, coffee mugs, posters, all kinds of stuff, rocking badass art that was drawn by my man Joe. You can check his workout at 4545creative.com and you can find our merchandise at Remember the game podcast.com if you are interested it is a great way to support the podcast and of course if you're like me and you're like i don't do close not my style you can always just support us on patreon it's about the best value in the history of the internet for only two bucks a month you get two additional podcasts every week you get exclusive access to my gaming news podcast game patch every friday where i look at the biggest news in modern video games over the last week and add in my opinions and some profanity and stuff like that and expansion pass goes live every thursday for our patreons and it's a different show every week we do game rankings we look back at characters consoles we do comedy episodes there's game reviews uh this past week on expansion pass we took a look at the game release schedule for the rest of 2022 and talked about the games that are getting us hot and bothered between now and new year's eve and i know there's been a lot of delays but i still have a good eight nine maybe ten games coming between now and january that i'm really excited about so i'm going to get into those i talked about some of yours as well and as is becoming a tradition here in the infamous intro this is a sneak peek of last week's episode of expansion pass our most anticipated games for the second half of 2022 also dropping on september 2nd is the probably the next brand new game i'm gonna buy and i hate i hate the fact that i'm gonna buy this but i also know that i'm a weak weak motherfucker who's gonna give them my money and that is last of us part one it is the remake remaster fucking whatever of the original last of us that for weeks and months we've all been joking doesn't need to happen it's unnecessary the game still looks fine but maybe they're doing it because they're gonna drop it on pc or maybe they're doing it because they know that the hbo series is coming out soon and this is a way to get more people to try the game i don't know we've all we've beaten this horse to death okay just like all the people in the world the last of us this horse is dead uh but the remaster remake of the original last of us dropped on playstation 5 on september 2nd and this is why you all call me adam part of the problem blank i'm almost certainly gonna buy this fucking game so 
So that's now available on our archives. And this week for Expansion Pass 121, our patrons got to pick the topic. And the games that had a positive impact on our lives came out on top. So it should be a nice positive. That's how we're going to wrap up July with a positive episode. That should be fun. Uh, so again, two bucks. Get you two additional shows every week, plus instant access to over 200 bonus podcasts. Plus, uh, you can join our Discord. You get the chance to vote in our Patreon poll at the beginning of every month. You get the ability to submit comments to be read on all of our shows, including playing, play, what remake, what erased, what it. I thought I could get through all that on one breath. And you get a shout out and you get to hear me mispronounce your name like I'm about to do to most of these people. A huge thank you to all of our newest patrons. Ronnie Wells, Ty Reezy, Spencer Jensen, Joey Ketchum, Nick Counts, Ace Trainer Ages, Agus, Agus, Tom Tom thirteen thirteen. My hat is red. Jay, Eric, Eric Stedat, Eric Stedat, Stedat. Sorry, Eric. Uh, Frankie Napoleon, Jeff Carozzi, Beard Gaming eighty five, Slurix, Casey Adcock, Krakenzag, Nakamurda, Logan Bucklow, and Phantom Gray. That if that was bad, I- I'm rusty. So, no one expects me to say their name right on the show anyways sometimes i get messages from people that are like dude you actually said my name right and i'm like wow i i didn't every time i get one of those i'm like you're lying to make me feel better but i appreciate it either way thank you all so much welcome to remember the game industries patreon.com slash remember the game if you're interested don't forget wait till august 1st if you're hearing this at the end of july or the end of any month wait until the first of the month because otherwise you're going to get charged the day you sign up and then again on the first so if you sign up on like august 2nd you won't get charged again until september so you get a whole month see i'm trying to help you i'm an honest see how many patreon podcasts are on there telling you don't sign up until then so i don't get twice as much of your money see i'm being nice and to wrap up the sales pitch five percent of our patreon every month is going to be noted donated to the stollery children's hospital here in edmonton at the end of the year as part of my 24-hour charity stream we're over 1200 bucks already so you're doing good i'm doing good i have food to eat you have podcasts to listen to win all around patreon.com slash remember the game and don't forget you can find me on twitch uh, whenever I find myself on there, twitch.tv slash member the game. If you want to come by and say hi, that's enough blowing myself. Let's blow some of you by blowing in the cartridge. It is our opening segment here on the show. I read a few comments and questions from our patrons, usually gaming related, but not always. And we call this segment blowing in the cartridge. He blows. All right. He blows big time. That's it, honey. Get into the spirit. Ah. Let's blow our first blower this week is Mizuru, who wrote in and said, Hey, Blank, first time writing in. That's not fucking true. How do you find comments to be read on the show? Do you read them all in one go before recording or periodically throughout the day? Sorry if this has been asked before. Have a wonderful afternoon. Well, thanks, Mizuru. Uh, no, I don't read any of them usually until I'm like working on my notes. And then, because a few people have asked me that, how do you pick who gets read on the show? So I try not to read the same people two weeks in a row if I can. Doesn't always work out, but I do my best not to. And then uh, I type up my notes. And then when I get to each segment, like blowing in the cartridge, I just, uh, I copy any comment that I think I can give like a half decent response to or anything I want to read. And then I whittle it down to six or seven. So I just read them once, usually right before I finish my notes. So I'm not checking them every day or anything like that. So if you've never been read or if you don't get read and you want to or something, uh, I'm sorry. We're up to like getting 50, 60, 70 comments per segment. I just can't read more than five or six. Yeah, you understand, right? It's no one ever complains about it, but I'm just putting it out there. I do my best to rotate who gets in. I try to give everybody a chance. Uh, Pie Guy 300 wrote in and says, so I've been thinking about this more and more, but I really do think indie games are the future of gaming. Because if you think a lot of big game companies, if you think about it, a lot of big game companies today started out really small in the early 90s. I feel like most indie developers are way more passionate about their projects than the big boys as well. What are your thoughts? 
Um, I, I think there'll always be a place for both. I'm a huge indie game fan. I've talked about that many times. I was saying to someone just the other day, if I had to choose between playing AAA games for the rest of my life or playing indie games, I'd play the indie games. Cause I do think it, I think, I don't think necessarily the developers of indie games are more passionate. I just think that they have a lot more creative freedom and a lot more of their passion can shine through. Whereas I think if you work at Activision Blizzard, for example, it's not that you're not passionate about making a good game, but you're basically doing what, you know, a giant corporation tells you to do. Whereas if you work at some small indie studio of five or six or seven or whatever people, I assume you've got a little bit more leeway. And when you don't have literally hundreds of millions of dollars on the line, that probably makes it easier to be creative as well. So uh, I don't, I think they're a big part of the future of gaming. I don't think indie games are the entire future of gaming. Like, I mean, whether you like it or not, the fact remains that when you look at the best selling charts every month, indie games very rarely if ever get on it it's always madden call of duty you know the the elden ring this year like the big triple it the most people come to gaming for the big triple it's no different than like film i don't think i think you know everybody goes and sees fucking marvel movies and star wars and shit um but then uh, you know the little indie film festival movies are like the diehards and i don't know if, i mean it's a stupid analogy because i think more people play indie games and check out those little you know film festival movies but you know what i'm trying to say i i don't think indie games will ever tackle the big billion dollar behemoths but i do think there's a place for them and i think they're going to run alongside them and they're going to be just fine that's my opinion i fucking love indie games uh, thanks for writing in, Pie Guy. Chosen Last wrote in and said, When would you tackle some Wii games on the show? I feel the Wii is an underestimated system. The motion controls are solid when done right. I feel the Wii Mote and Nunchuck combo is a solid way to play games. Some great games from the first few years are Red Steel, Elbits, Trauma Sender, Second Opinion, and Excite Truck. Keep up the great podcasts. Hopefully, we'll see a Wii game by episode 300. We actually have we covered Wii Sports. So we have covered one Wii game. Uh, a few people have asked me this. Why haven't you covered more Wii games? I, I've, I've talked about it a little bit before. Like I, I respectfully disagree with you, Chosen Last. I think the Wii is a horribly overrated system. I think the motion controls are a pain in the ass, and I hate them, and I don't want to use them, and I think the Wii is full of shovelware, and I had a Wii, and I have, listen, like, I'll promise you, Mario Galaxy, Mario Galaxy 2, New Super Mario Bros. Uh, I guess it was just the first New Super Mario Bros. Maybe Mario Kart Wii. Those games will get episodes of the podcast at some point. I promise. But the rest of them, like, probably not. And it's not that they're very... Like, I don't own a Wii. And nobody send me a Wii, please. I don't want one. Like, thank you, but I don't want it. Um, I don't have a Wii. And those are the only real Wii games. I did play Red Steel, but not enough to cover it on the show. Um, and I don't think there's another Wii game that I played enough. The only thing I really did with my Wii was play Wii Bowling, play the four games I just listed, and then use the virtual console. And it's not like a lot of them are available now for me to go, like, it's not like grabbing a PS2 or a PS3 or a 360 or whatever and, and hooking it up and playing it. I can't play a lot of Wii games now to try them out. So the Wii is pretty well fucked on this show to the games that I've played, which are basically the four that I just listed. I So sorry to anyone out there that loves the Wii. There will be the odd episode coming up, but that's probably about it. And I'm sorry. I just, I don't, I don't get along with your console. I'm sorry. I fucking hate that goddamn thing. And I had three of them brick on me, which doesn't help it either. But I just, yeah, that's, there you go. That's why we haven't done more Wii games. And that's what's probably coming for the Wii. Uh, thanks, Chosen Last. Xjude wrote in and said, Hey, Adam, Ninja Turtles question here. Who's your favorite villain? You've probably said this in some episode, but I can't remember if you have. Personally, I really like Baxter Stockman. He's just a dork who can be threatening if you let him, but he's not really that scary. Yeah, Baxter actually is my favorite villain in Ninja Turtles. Like, I like Krang and Bebop and Rocksteady and Shredder and all those guys. Rat King. Rat King. I still think the Rat King would have made a great 
third original trilogy movie. And I think Baxter Stockman as a fly would have made a great third movie for the Michael Bay turtles. If they'd ever gotten one. Um, I don't even know why he's my favorite. I just think he looks cool. Like as a fly, he's just fucking cool looking. I don't know. I like, and it's it, like, I've always felt Baxter's more of a threat because he's so smart. Like the Shred like Shredder and Krang are just, I, I like them, but they're, they don't like, they're not going to outsmart you. Baxter could outsmart you. I, I'm a Baxter Stockman fan for sure. And Krang, well, Bebop and Rocksteady are probably my number two. And then Krang would probably round out the top three. Uh, thanks for writing in next, Jude. Uh, I'm just Cyan. Cy I hope I'm saying that right. Cyan wrote in and says, so I'm eager to jump into the Final Fantasy games, but I don't know where to start seeing as there's 15 of them. I also don't understand why would they remake seven instead of the first one? Or is that normal? So uh, I get a lot of messages from people asking me like, yo, I've never played Final Fantasy. I want to jump into the series. Where should I begin? And I don't know if I'm the right person to answer that because I'm not that big a Final Fantasy fan. And I've only played, I've played about, two thirds of the games in the series. I think now the mainline series. Uh, so for starters, where should you start? You can pretty well start wherever you want because with the exception of direct sequels, like final fantasy 10 and 10, two final fantasy, 13, 13, two, 13, three, um, they all stand apart. Like you can play final fantasy eight and it has nothing to do with final fantasy four, final fantasy seven has nothing to do with final fantasy six, like that kind of stuff. Uh, so you can start anywhere you want. I think most and fuck, I'm going to catch shit for this. Most longtime Final Fantasy fans would probably say six, seven, and uh, four, six, seven, nine, ten. I think those are pretty well agreed upon to be among the best the series has to offer. I think if you were to poll everybody, Final Fantasy VI would be rated the best, which is Final Fantasy III on the Super Nintendo. So I would, if you want to play one, I would recommend starting with Final Fantasy III-VI or Final Fantasy VII probably. Um, but you can start anywhere you want. And if you're wondering why would they remake seven instead of one, it's just because seven is such a big, like, Seven put PlayStation on the map. Seven transitioned. Final Fantasy Seven is to Final Fantasy what Mario sixty four is to Mario. So it's just that big and revolutionary of title. I think that's why, uh, and it works really well with its remake as well. In case you're wondering why they decided to go with that one, that would be my recommendation. I'm sure if you go on our Discord, you could get a thousand inputs. But I think six and seven are probably two of the games that a lot of people would recommend starting with. I started with four, which is two on the Super Nintendo. But I would, yeah, anyway, there you, I'm just going around in circles. There you go. Uh, Casey Adcock wrote in and said, new listener here. I've been plowing through your content to help work go by, and I really appreciate your blunt outlook on things. It's refreshing to hear someone call it like it is on some gaming goats. Fable and Symphony of the Night, I'm looking at you, and not being afraid of the backlash. With that being said, my question is this. Bang, marry, and kill. Zelda, Samus, and Lara Croft. Thanks for all the laughs, dude. Be safe and keep up the good work. Well, thank you, Casey. And I will... Uh, well, kill Zelda because Zelda bugs me. I don't know. I, cause she like turned into like a ninja, but she always just lets Link get out there and fucking risk his life or at least one Zelda can. So I'll kill Zelda right away. And then as far as banging one and marrying one, I will marry Samus because I think she would protect me. And then I just have a crush on Lara Croft. So that, which goes back to like junior high. So yeah, there's my, there's my logic, but I'm now married to Samus. And now I can say whatever the fuck I want because I got fucking Samus protecting me. 
And finally, before we move on, it's letter time. It's letter time. Darren Dickey wrote in and said, Adam, first time blower here. Do you think the more classic era of video games were better at telling a good story? Or do you think the modern era is doing a better job of it? Games like the Final Fantasy series stole amazing stories through just reading in the early days, but their modern era has epics like Horizon Zero Dawn and The Last of Us. I hear this debate a lot, and I'm curious as to your take on it. Thanks. That's a good question. So what genre or what era is better at telling a story? Retro games with text or modern game? I... You know what? Listen, I think you all know I love retro games. I would probably only play retro if I had to choose between them and modern. But if you want just storytelling, as great as some classic stories are, I do think modern games are better at telling stories. I think just with the voice acting and the motion capture and the cinematics and better music and better at writing and better fucking um, um, production values and every, I just... And I'm not saying retro games can't tell a good story, so don't fucking come at me and say that. Of course they can, but I'm just answering the question. Do I think better ga- modern games are better at it or retro games? I think, I think, be honest, I think retro games by and large are more fun. I think modern games are a better experience and like a better story, more like playing a movie. I hope that makes sense. Like I, like I think Mega Man 2 is more fun to play than the last of us but the last of us is one of the greatest examples of storytelling in the history of video games whereas Mega Man 2 its story sucks and I know that's a weird comparison but I just mean that like as a whole I think modern games I just there's something about retro games where they can't rely on cinematics and great stories and 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 voice acting and everything like that they had to make the game fun they had to make the game fun Dragon Warrior has like the shittiest story of any video game ever it's just really fun right whereas like fucking Final Fantasy 15. I mean, I don't think that game's very fun or tells a good story, but it had a lot more to work with. So I, yeah, retro games are more fun. Modern games tell a better story. I'm going around in circles again. Thanks, Darren. And thanks to everybody that wrote in this week. I appreciate it. Uh, let's switch things up and let's get into our Smash Hits segment, the official game show of Remember the Game Industries. Play one, remake one. I just hit the microphone with my water. Erase one. And a huge thank you to Classic Concentration from the NES for unknowingly providing us with the theme music for Play One, Remake One. I just hit the microphone with my water, erase one. Uh, well, I'm not going to keep calling it that. Fuck off. Uh, the rules Now, the rules are simple. Most weeks, I give our listeners three retro video games. They can play one, they can remake one, they can erase one. This week, we're going to go with three entire consoles and their libraries. We have the Game Boy Color, the Game Boy Advance, and the Nintendo DS. So you can play one library in its entirety. You can remake or add to one library and the third library and console never existed game boy color game boy advance nintendo ds as always there are no wrong answers but there is a right one we'll get there in a minute 39 percent of you said you'd play the nintendo ds remake the game boy advance and erase the game boy color and that breaks my heart i can't put 39 percent of you on double secret probation because i can't see who all voted which way but the 39 percent of you that voted that way are on goddamn double secret probation let me tell you, or let's see what a few of you had to say here, and then I'll tell you what the right fucking answer is, and it's not that one. Ronnie Wells wrote in and said, uh, Ronnie Wells wrote in and said, I'm sorry to let the Game Boy Color go, but I have to play the Nintendo DS, and the Game Boy Advance has always been a big part of my childhood, and seeing some of those games remade would be awesome. Ah, oh, you fucking kids. I get it. I get it. It's just, I was like in high school when the Game Boy Color came out. It pains me to, ah, you can't. Anyway, 
Sorry, Ronnie. You're on double secret probation. I'm sorry. Johnny or Josh Chapman, pardon me, said, play the Game Boy Advance. This is the handheld I grew up on and have the most memories of playing. Pokemon trading with friends was the shit in school. Remake the Game Boy Color. My older brother had one, and although I did use it a few times, it isn't the console I grew up using, and I have nostalgia for it. And erase the DS. I never owned one, and I remember the other kids playing Mario Kart on bus rides, and I always felt left out. It may be petty, but I have no issue erasing it. Uh, you know what? Pettiness, because you didn't have the console all the other kids had, is a perfectly reasonable reason to erase something. No problem with that answer at all. Uh, Nicole Novak said, hear me out. I'll play the Nintendo DS because that is where the nostalgia is for me. I can still remember the Christmas I opened my DSi XL. I was so excited. Remake the Game Boy Advance because I never had one, but from what I heard, the games were great. I would love to see an updated version now and get a chance to play them. I missed or play the ones I missed out on. And sadly that leaves the Game Boy Color to be erased. Double secret probation, Nicole. Your logic makes sense. But I can't allow anyone to just throw shade at my precious Game Boy Color. Peter wrote in and said, play the Nintendo DS because it's still irrelevant today. Remake the Game Boy Advance since it was a game changer back in the day. And erase the Game Boy Color since there was no real big jump versus the Game Boy. I somewhat agree with your logic, Peter. But as someone that spent countless hours imagining what my Game Boy games would look like with a few shades of color in them, it may not be a giant leap. But my God, it was like going from black and white television to color television. I can't go back. So you got to go on double secret probation as well, my friend. I'm sorry. And TomTom1313 Tom said, I would play the Game Boy Advance. I think those games are great as they are. And they felt as if they emulated the SNES Genesis era of games perfectly. That time period of gaming is just timeless. I'll remake the Game Boy Color. I have great memories of playing Mario Land and Pokemon, but taking off the nostalgia goggles, having no lighting in the same three sound samples in games like Pokemon, it could definitely use an update, which means I'm erasing the DS. I always felt the dual screen and touchpad were gimmicky at best. And some games that ignored the touch screen or I saw it games that ignored the touch screen. The 3DS utilized the dual screen much better, so I have no problem saying bye-bye to the DS as I have to forget about this era in portable gaming. I can live with that logic. I get that. Uh, I'm going with 13% of you this week, including Philip Aranda, who said, I'm a Game Boy addict. I'm going to play the Game Boy Color as it's a step up from that original puke cream Game Boy puke green game boy remake the game boy advance the form factor is far superior and comfortable for long playthroughs plus you have the option to play all original game boy color and game boy advance games nintendo can actually add a backlit screen like it should have from day one i remember buying the advance with my own money only to have the sp come out a few months later with a backlit screen i was so pissed and then finally erased the ds because fuck that system it's not a game boy I don't know if I hate it enough to say fuck that system because it's not a Game Boy, but I do agree with your order, Philip. I'm going to play the Game Boy Color because I fucking love the original Game Boy because I grew up with that motherfucker and I can't get rid of it. I'm going to remake the Game Boy Advance because I missed a lot of its best games and as I slowly catch up, I find myself falling in love with that system. So I'm going to remake them. I don't want to remake any of the games that exist. I just want to make more Game Boy Advance games because I fucking love that goddamn thing. And I'm going to also erase a Nintendo DS because I liked it fine, but I have a Vita, I have a PSP, I've got a Switch, I've got mobile. I can live without it. I never found myself that in love with the DS, to be honest with you. Uh, yeah, I could probably only count on... Fuck. I mean, Link's, Link Between Worlds, Fire Emblem Awakening, Mario 3D Land. That's really all I need for my 3DS. So, I can, yeah, the DS... And those are 3DS. Those aren't even... Yeah, whatever. DS can go away fucking stupid system uh thanks to everybody that wrote in and played this week as always let me tell you what i've been playing over the last three weeks while i've been away 
And then we'll get into talking Pokemon Gen 2. Uh, I actually was playing Pokemon Gen 2. I finally finished that fucking game. Jesus Christ. We'll get there in a minute. Uh, I'm right at the end of Ratchet and Clank for the PS2. That'll actually probably be next week's episode of Remember the Game. So I'll tell you what I think about it then. I've relapsed on Slay the Spire. I've also relapsed on Into the Breach since they just released a new update for it. It's fucking sick. If you like roguelike tactical games, for the love of God, check out Into the Breach. It's on everything. It's incredible. Uh, I beat Metroid for the NES on my Switch while I was on holidays so that episode's coming up soon I've been playing WWE 2K22 my nephew Ben Willie's here and I've been playing Silent Hill 3 and you won't find out anything I think about that until I record an episode about it in the next few weeks lots of gaming over the last month or so Let's talk Pokemon Gen 2. That's why you're here. As always, I like to give my listeners a couple of chances to sound off on the game we're talking about before my guests and I hug the mic. We got almost 80 comments this week from listeners. Everybody loves Pokemon Gen 2. I'm just going to rip through a couple because I still have to get to my chat with Dean Donian and then obviously my chat with Miklos. Uh, Dissect that film. Wrote in and said, more Pokemon, more gyms, and just way more time you could put into this game. That was ideal for me as a kid when we make our two-day road trips from Massachusetts to Florida for vacation. Pokemon Gen 2 is where my love for Pokemon kind of ended. The remakes were some of the best Pokemon games ever made. I have heard that those remakes are great. Speaking of those, the Mustard Tiger wrote in and said, oh man, I've been waiting for this episode forever. Oh, I was like GSC. What's that? But uh, Gold, Silver, Crystal are one of my favorite games in the series. Although they're not perfect, lack of evolution stones early on in the game, difficulty spikes, way too easy of a post-game, etc. These games have more heart than most Pokemon games and were a worthy follow-up to the originals. I really wish Game Freak would have continued the tradition of putting two regions to explore back into the games as that is easily the best feature of these. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I do. And if you've never played them, Heart Gold and Soul Silver, the DS remakes are the superior versions. And in my opinion, the best games in the series play them if you get a chance i hear that heart gold and soul silver are very good but i have not played them uh calum nunez nunez wrote in and said i remember getting this game when it came out being blown away by how good it looked compared to my pokemon blue version getting to play through johto and then going back through kanto and culminating in an epic final battle with red on mount silver was an amazing adventure the music in this game was on point as well um, I didn't do the final up fight against red. I'm scared of him, but yeah, no, it's listen, you're, I mean, I'm not even gonna reply. You're going to hear my thoughts. Cause I have two fucking conversations about this game coming up. Uh, and big Hebrew wrote in and said, so I've never host hosted. I never hosted past blue and red. I don't hosted. All right. Definitely logged several hundred lifetime hours of my game boy cartridges, which I still have. Um, and is infinite simile, infinite simile, infinite simile. Is that a word? Infinite simile? It's not underlined. I guess it is. Which I still have and is infinite simile, infinite simile, infinite simile better than red. What the fuck is that word? Infinite simile. Anyways, emulators and of course my super Game Boy for the SNES. With my obsessive personality, I'm afraid to start Gen 2 and get sucked in. Mr. Blank slash Magic 8-Ball, what should I do? So basically, Big Hebrew is saying, I fucking love the original games. I have not played Gen 2. Should I? Uh, You should. I, I will say Big Hebrew... As a lifelong um, drum beater, that Pokemon Gen 1 is the best generation of Pokemon. This generation is better. There are some things about this generation I fucking hate. You're going to hear about that in a minute. But I think as a whole, yeah. Poke Not only is I would say Pokemon Gen 2 better than Pokemon Gen 1. I would say this is among like the best sequels in the history of video games. Like these games are that. If you like Gen 1, there's no reason not to love Gen 2. It's fucking insane how much there is, how much meat is on these bones. And we're going to get into that right now. Uh, first, Dean Donian and I are going to talk about why these games mean so much to him, why he speedruns them like a monster, and why he decided to sponsor this episode. 
And then my buddy Miklos and I are going to talk about Pokemon Gen 2 for another hour or so. So I'm going to queue up some Pokemon Gen 2 music. I'm nervous. Please be gentle. I'm scared of you, Pokemaniacs. But here we go. We're talking Pokemon Gold and Silver, which originally released in North America on the Game Boy Color on October 15th, 2000. Enjoy the podcast, everybody. Let's go. All right. So as I'm sure I'll have mentioned during the intro uh, of this week's episode, this was one of our illustrious sponsored episodes where a member of the community puts their hard-earned money down and says, forget democracy. I just want to say the game you're going to play. And then I fucking play it. And, you know, you all know the rules at this point. And uh, longtime supporter of the show, Dean Donian. I just, and I said it right, you said. I say it right? <laughs> You got it, man. Fucking right. I was bound to get somebody's fucking name right. Fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, Dean Donian sponsored this week's episode of Pokemon Gen 2. And dude, you messaged me about this. Uh, admittedly, like, fuck, this was like, I feel like it was three or four months ago. And I'm just a slow piece of shit. Uh, but I'm finally there. So let me ask you. First off, let me say, how are you? I'll ask how you're doing. I'm doing good. I'm doing good, man. How are you? I'm good. That, that's I, I should have done that like a minute ago. That's polite. I should have asked <laughs> how you're doing. Uh, I will shut up for a minute and I'll ask you, like, I, I feel like this is a pretty obvious answer because I know a lot of people listening to this love Pokemon Gen 2, but I will still ask you, why did you pick Pokemon Gen 2? Oh, man. There's so many reasons, but I, if I had to boil it all down, I mean, I grew up with Gen 1 playing red and blue religiously. Um, and I just remember when Gen 2 came out, it felt like one of the greatest sequels that I had experienced at that time. Um, just all the little improvements, a lot of large improvements. It was like Gen 1, but just with so much more packed in and so many like uh, quality of life improvements mm -hmm. um, and just added a lot of things that kind of laid the groundwork for what Pokemon is today. So, yeah, I agree. I was I, I say it on our because we've already recorded the game chat part that'll be going on after this. And I said it in there, but like I always talk about how Super Nintendo games are just this incredible like they, they take like NES games and just make them better. Like Mario, Zelda, Metroid, you know, you know what I'm saying? I, mm. I understand that this is like the Game Boy Color is not exactly the technological leap from the Game Boy that the Super Nintendo is to the NES, but Pokemon Gen 2 feels like the Super Nintendo version of Pokemon Gen 1. Like it literally was better in like every possible way. Yeah. You know? No, exactly. I mean, just there's so many small things like the, one of the smallest things that I absolutely love is registering something to select, like being able yes. to put your bike as select and you don't have to go into the menu every time. Like Yes. <laughs> and we forgot to mention that on the main episode. And I was like, that's one of those things that I would have taken shit mm -hmm. for, for not mentioning. So thank you for saving me. Cause I know I'm going to take shit for this episode because I forgot <laughs> to mention something, but yeah, that's such a, <laughs> I would, I, I set a fishing pole to select and then I was such a dumbass. And then finally one day I was like, Oh, I should put my bike. I was like, I've never even used it. <laughs> why don't I, why don't I set it to my bike? And that was a fucking life changer, man. Holy Christ. Yep. Um, when you, so what, okay. So, uh, gold or silver. So or I grew did, up on silver. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's tough. I've played all three now and I like all of them for different reasons because <laughs> I grew up playing silver. Yeah. So that's like my first love for gen two. Sure. Um, when I got into speed running, I found out that gold was the better speed game. So I learned how to play that for speedrunning purposes. Why, why is it the better speedrunning game? 
You know, I'm still kind of new to speedrunning, so I okay. don't remember all of the intricacies. I think it has something to do with what wilds you find and at what point. Okay. Um, I think that's why, but I don't know for sure. So. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then I I've been playing Crystal uh pretty much for the last like three months um because there's like a, a, a whole rom hack you can do um to do speed running on that game too with like randomized items and things like that so holy fuck all, all, yeah all three of them man uh but silver was my first love okay uh so then i was gonna ask you about your starter but before i do that uh mm -hmm. i'll put you on the spot have you finished a speed run of it like is there have you got a time yeah, I finished uh, a few uh, glitchless gold runs. Um, I want to say like three twenty-five, maybe. Bullshit! Are you like both both regions, <laughs> or, or is it like a speed run in this beat in the elite four, and then beat no, it's both. You have to beat red. Beat red is you can the, beat uh... red in three hours. Yeah, you're yep. a um, freak. Jesus, and I need to Christ. I need to double check to make sure that time is right, but. Um... I, I want to say like 325 is my PB for gold version with no manips and uh, no glitches. What the fuck? Dude, it took me 45 hours and I didn't <laughs> beat red. I got all the badges and everything, both regions, and I was like, I'm done. Three hours. Are you? I can't fucking. It takes me three hours to 100% Super Mario World and you can beat this. What the fuck? What kind of Pokemon do you have against red in three you hours? Run, you run for alligator. You you take Totodile and you run with that. Uh, you catch you catch some uh, some HM friends along the way, but yeah, you're running you're running uh, for alligator. Holy! Use Christ. lots of X X items is the key to beating red. <laughs> That's insanity! Yeah. Oh my god. Um. Yeah. Okay. So that fucking three hours. Jesus Christ! This is like I like speed runs, but I can't watch them of RPG. I tried to watch a speed run of Earthbound once, and I can't do it because Earthbound's one of my favorite games ever, and it like broke the game for me because I saw the ways that I was like, oh, apparently I just actually suck at this game, and it's not very, very hard at all. <laughs> um, holy Christ, three hours. Uh, okay, starter. Who's your starter? Who's your preferred starter? Preferred starter is Cyndaquil. Okay, uh, it's e it's either Cyndaquil or Totodile. Um, I never went with Chikorita, Aww. but uh. Yeah, but <laughs> no love for the grass. Nobody loves the grass. Yep. I don't know why. But yeah, I always I my preferred was always Cyndaquil so that I could catch a magic carp and level it up to a Gyarados. Oh. I was always that would be my watermon. So. so well what okay, so I fucking it's not a beef with this game because it's not the game's fault, but that magic carp is my favorite Pokemon. And I mm. fucking I always catch one and grind it into Gyarados. I did that in this game, and then about a hour, an hour after I fucking finished grinding my magic carp. I got to an area where they were like, there's a red Gyarados there. Just catch him and he's yours. And I was like, well, for fuck's sakes. Yep, like yep. I probably would have knocked five hours off my playthrough if I wasn't grinding to level up a goddamn Magikarp. Fucking <laughs> assholes. Um, but that is sick though. Um, yeah. I wanted to ask you, what do you, cause you're obviously a bigger Pokemon fan than I am. And Miklos and I get into this on the main show, but like, what do you think of the new classes and the rebalancing, like the types and stuff? Cause I feel like this game, like we all know in gen one if you've got a couple of psychic pokemon you're pretty launch untouchable uh i really think they did a good job fixing that in this one and cleaning it up anyways yeah no definitely i i love the introduction of the new types i know one of the knocks some people have on gen two is they introduce new types and not a whole lot of moves for them but um i mean dark type steel type um so sick and mm -hmm. and yeah it just felt a little bit more balanced <laughs> than gen one did i mean you can you can break the game in Gen One depending on what type of Pokemon you're running. Totally. Um, 
And so, yeah, that, I mean, that was just great. New types, the new Pokemon were great. Um, yeah, no, I think, I think it's awesome. And then adding in the fact that like, I, and we talked about this in the main part. So like spoilers, obviously, but like you and I were talking about this off air, uh, the fucking value like the amount of hours you get mm -hmm. bro holy christ like there's two games in here kind yeah, of exactly. like a game in three quarters anyways <laughs> yeah um, yeah i mean gen, uh, yeah like the the gen one side isn't like completely fleshed out but like yeah i mean we were talking you like you said we were talking about it where if you're a kid and you get this game you can sink months into this thing yeah and that's really what it was meant for because there's different events for different days of the week um you got like different people you can find who will give you special items depending on what day it is there's day night cycles i mean this was this was made to be a game that you spend a lot of time with um and so that's one of the things that just makes it really special and so before i started i i i used to speed run red version and as soon as before i started speed running gen 2 i was like i'm gonna do just a vanilla playthrough play it just like classic ways so that i can enjoy it one last time before i start breaking it sure <laughs> Yeah, because I imagine it's hard to go back and just play like normal once you yeah. know how to cheese it and everything, right? Yeah, definitely. I, I believe that. Um, yeah, that's something I was saying to you off air too. Just like I, I truly feel this generation is why Pokemon is the phenomenon that it is. Because they could have mailed in the sequel to Gen 1 and still made a billion dollars and been great. But like, I, my God, dude, I'm not, I'm not a huge RPG fan. I'm not a huge Pokemon fan. And I finished this and I was like the... It is in, you can't, I refuse to let anybody write into this show and say that they half-assed this game or that this was a bad, like I get, is this your favorite? Is this your favorite Pokemon, Gen 2? It's my, it is my favorite. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a lot of people's favorite. And now that I've played it, I'm like, I get it. There's hmm. literally like, I can't think of, is there anything you don't like? Like, is there any big faults in this game? The only thing, and, and, you know, spoilers for anyone who hasn't finished the game, the only thing, the only real knock that I have on this game is the difficulty spike for that battle with red at the very end. Oh, After you get through all 16 badges, beat the elite four, beat all the gym leaders, you go to Mount Silver and you get hit with a level 80 and it's like, all right, yeah, <laughs> as that's... a kid. Yeah. There was no okay. chance. But the thing about like, so like, cause I agree with you, like to the point where I didn't do that battle. Cause I was like, I'm not, I can't beat that. Uh, there were two other, the first member of the elite four in the first region that has all the psychic Pokemon. Mm. I didn't have anything equipped to go. I didn't have anything electric or anything to stand up to it. I had a bitch of a time. Once I got through that fight, I steamrolled the rest, but I struggled with that fight. And then I can't remember, but there's one of the gym traders that has this cow. Oh, <laughs> Whitney, the classic. Yeah. Nick and I oh, bring that man. up on the main show and that yep. cow fucked me up. Fucked me up um i do agree with you there's a couple of difficulty spikes but the thing i like about rpgs is that like i don't mean to say they're easy but like if you're stuck you can always in theory just go grind right and grind right. and then come back with all these level 99 you know legendaries and shit like that and and you know fuck red up um i love the way they they reference the first game so often too or the first generation i thought that was really really cool because i never really noticed that pokemon games went in unison with each other like i always just thought they were standalone titles and the way they reference like beating team rocket and then the way that like the 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 main character from red gen one is there and red is mm. there and i i really got a kick out of that as well just oh yeah fan service to the fucking nine man oh yeah oh and um, and also i mean i'd be i'd be remiss if i didn't mention best rival out of any pokemon game yes 
You gotta yes. love how much of an asshole this guy is. Such a <laughs> dick. Like we talk about that too, Mick and I. And I'm like, dude, this like most of the times your rival is just like this arrogant dickhead who's like, I'm gonna be the best, better than you, blah blah blah. I swear that like your rival in this game like eats Pokemon, <laughs> like just a piece of shit. Runs like a cockfighting ring, like underground, like just awful person. Which I thought was great because like mm-hmm. like oh fuck, uh, what was the name of the? Have you played Sword Shield? Yeah. Oh, oh the... uh, hop. Oh, hop, yeah. And you're just like, go the fuck away. You're annoying. Yeah. Whereas yeah. like <laughs> this guy, I was like, you're a wrestling villain. You're a great fucking enemy in this game. I loved it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so I had, I had one other question for you. And then sure. uh, um, uh, have you played the, the remakes? I haven't. I have, you know, I, I had a DS and I had it and I never beat it before selling it to pay for something dumb in college um but everyone fucking education what a waste of money (laughs) (laughs) i got rid of my pokemon so i could get an education yeah yeah Yeah. right oh my gosh go sorry go ahead no you're good i i've been meaning to get to it everyone everyone gets on me for never playing through them but no i've not i've not actually beaten them okay yeah i hear they're great so Mm -hmm. um before we score this i always like to ask was there anything else about this game that you wanted to get off your chest or like the world's listening if, if there was anything you missed or any other point you wanted to make about this game or anything like that before we scored everything. I mean, yeah. So really just the main thing is just what playing this game when it came out was just so mind blowing. There was so much to it compared to gen one that I, it just, I don't know if I've experienced anything like that in my gaming career since personally, yeah. you know, I know everyone's got their different tastes and different sequels, but Pokemon was like my thing growing up. So mm. And they're just, you know, the day-night cycles. Um, when Crystal dropped, you could finally pick between a boy and a girl character model. Um, the item packs, being able to shift through your bag. And then the legendaries. I mean, you got Ho-Oh and Lugia, but then you have these three dogs that are running around and you yeah. have to hunt. You basically have to hunt them down and just adds a whole new difficulty to getting all the all the legendaries under wraps. And, and yeah, I mean, it's just, you can see it to this day there's there's so much of a lasting impact and there's a whole community based around modding this this generation uh because people still love it so yeah i feel like i feel like i I mean maybe not a maybe not everyone agrees with me but like i i the reason gen one has always been my favorite is partially because i grew up with them and partially because i like less is like i like the simplicity I feel like some of the modern ones have gotten a little too complicated for my taste i like them simple you know and Mm. i feel like gen two walked up to the line without crossing it and making things too co- like maybe it's a dumb comparison but to me pokemon gen 2 is super mario brothers 3 to pokemon gen 1's super mario brothers like speaking to a franchise that i like it's just literally yeah. an improvement in every single aspect but still feels kind of the same like i just i was i i, I admittedly dude like when you sponsored this episode i was like all right well i'll finally play it but i was like i ah, there's no way i'm gonna get that into this. like it's fucking pokemon and I put 45 hours in. And when I finished it, I was like, holy fuck, that is, that is an incredible fucking RPG. Handheld. Like, I get it. It's probably my favorite generation now. Like, it's probably the unseated Pokemon Gen 1 is my favorite generation of Pokemon. Because it's just better in every wow. fucking way. It That's was that high good. praise. Yeah, <laughs> That's it is. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, except for Red. Red can fucking eat some ass. I hate that. <laughs> um, so we got to score this thing. Uh, what is the Pokedex end at? 251? Oh, man. I, I want to say... It's either 251 or 256. I can't remember. I think it's 251. We're going to catch okay. shit for getting it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm looking now. I'm looking right now. Pokemon Gen 2. 
uh, Pokedex. Don't yell at us, everybody. Fucking, you all know you should not come into my shows expecting fucking, uh, yeah, 251 is Celebi? Calibi? Oh, yep, yep. Okay. Whatever the fuck that thing is. So, okay. So then that's the score then. We'll score it out of 251. Uh, dude, what would you score Pokemon Gen 2 out of 251? Oh, my gosh. I'm so biased, but no. I'm going, I'm going 249. I'm taking two points off because of the red battle at the end. <laughs> but fair. other than that, there's nothing. I can't complain about anything. Yeah. Personally. I get that. No, I get it. Uh, you'll hear my score in about an hour, everybody. But like, I gave it a pretty goddamn good score too. There's outside of the fact that it's not super Mario world. I really don't have anything to complain about with this game. It's fucking, it's, it's outstanding. Um, dude, thank you so much for your long-term support. You've been a member of this community forever. And obviously for your support today and sponsoring this episode and everything, uh, you mentioned that your, your, your speed runs, people can see you working on them on the internet. Where can they find you? Yeah. So, uh, I'm still a novice, so don't come around expecting any professional level speed runs, but I'm, you know, if you want to watch some gen two or gen one speed running, um, I do red any percent glitch lists and I do, um, Pokemon crystal version, full item randomizers. And you can find me on Twitch TV forward slash Dean Donian, D E E N D O N I A N. Awesome. And you guys will be able to find that link in the description of this episode as well. If you want to swing by and yell at uh, Dean Donian and watch him try to beat Pokemon in three, fuck you. Fucking, I don't think I was <laughs> done the first gym in fucking three hours for fuck's sake. Scott, I suck at video games. Uh, bro, uh, it's been great catching or uh, meeting you, I guess, uh, virtually and great talking to you. And again, just thank you so much for the support. I appreciate it. Yeah, same here, man. Thanks for having me. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Look, we all need somebody, your spouse, your friends, your family. Lean on me. When you're not strong. I hope my singing didn't ruin your day. But the point is, we all need relationships. And unfortunately, they're not always easy. They take work. My substantially better half and I have put more work into our relationship than just about anything I've ever touched. And that's how she's been able to stand me for so long. It's give and take. And therapy can be a great way to help balance the taking with the giving. I've been beating this drum for a while and I will continue to beat. Talking to a therapist is one of the best decisions I've ever made. It's almost like a massage for your mind. My therapist has helped me be a better partner, friend, and person. And honestly, sometimes they've just been a great ear to bend when I need to vent about the stress in my life. And therapy can help anyone. You don't have to have been through some crazy trauma to reap the benefits of talking to somebody. If any of this is getting through and you're thinking about giving therapy a shot, consider better help. I've used them myself, and they're legit when they say they make therapy as convenient and accommodating as possible. Fill out a short questionnaire, and they'll match you with a licensed therapist that suits your needs, and you schedule appointments around your schedule. And all of your sessions are done online or over the phone, so you can squeeze in a mind massage when it works best for you. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit BetterHelp.com slash RememberTheGame today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash RememberTheGame. Okay. Uh, oh God. I'm like, I, I'm not, 
I'm not dreading this episode, but I'm nervous. Pokemon terrifies me. Uh, join, <laughs> joining me via the blank phone this week is a good buddy of mine returning to the show, longtime guest, uh, my pal Miklos. And Mick, before before shit hits the fan with Pokemon, let's get the civilities out of the way. How how are is that? A, I don't know if that's a real word or not, but how are you? How's things? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good, man. Yourself? I'm doing okay. I'll feel better when this episode is live and no one's threatened to kill me or anything. Um, well, I mean, I may do that anyways. Yeah, but... yeah. Okay, that's perfect. Because here's the thing, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. If you're new to remember the game, if you look at our back in our like library or archives, we have three Pokemon <laughs> episodes. We've covered Gen 1 twice, and then we've covered a game from Gen 3. And despite the fact that I start every episode warning people that I don't know everything about Pokemon, that's not what this podcast is, please don't yell at me if I forget something, it never fails. When we did Gen 1 both times, people were like, you didn't bring up Missingo? Missingo? And and I was like, I don't even know what that is. I'm just... That's a a cheat thing. That's not really part of the game. Well, I hear about it. It's like a glitch. So does... Does, I'll ask you because here's the thing: you've never yelled at me for not bringing up miss, missing go or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. But but I do know that you're a diehard Pokemon fan, and you yes. I know that it's made your eye twitch some of those episodes because <laughs> I know how passionate you are about Pokemon, and you yeah. you and I have talked about covering Gen two forever, so this lines up perfectly. Yeah, since like the beginning, I think. Yeah, and I never <laughs> played them until this time, and I just. I, first of all, let me just say, if anyone gets mad because I didn't bring up anything this time, please just yell at Mick instead of me because I can't take it anymore. You fucking yeah. Pokemon fans terrify me. You're so hardcore. Yeah, fucking yell at me. It's yeah, fine. You're hardcore. <laughs> that said, okay, so we got the disclaimer out of the way that Adam doesn't know what he's talking about. Um, let me just say, I so I played Pokemon Gold. Um, everyone, I'll ask you because a lot of people say Gen 2 is the like the best generation ever so i'll ask you is this the number one for you yeah it's definitely number one now why Uh, just how much they expanded and made the game like a lot more playable like really everything they did so much in, in the expansion uh that like you just didn't see in like any other game really um they have you know the the day and time uh things that go on so like um there's stuff to do on certain days of the week to catch pokemon there's you can only catch pokemon at certain times of the day uh there's just lots of so many little things that made the game like you want to play it every day yeah yeah i gotta (laughs) say and and 16 gyms (laughs) yeah bro holy fuck i gotta say like so I've played Gen 1, now I've played Gen 2, I've played Gen 3, and then I don't think I played another one until Pokemon X, XY. Yeah. And then I played XY, I've played Sword Shield and stuff. And then Arceus, or Arceus, whatever. I fucking hate that game. But, um... The Animal Crossing of Pokemon games? Yeah. Like, I didn't hate it, but, like, I said it on my show last week. It was, uh, too... I was, like, uh, it was too talky. I was, like, just, like, yeah. shut up and let me catch Pokemon. Like, I don't need a goddamn... <laughs> novel like anyway we're not this is we're talking gen 2 um i gotta say i think i get it like i've always said gen 1 is my favorite because i'm such a fair weather pokemon fan to begin with and i grew up with gen 1 you know like that was that's that's any of lots of us did i know i have so much nostalgia for that generation but the thing is is like i found and this may be an unpopular opinion i find that like future generations I, i i almost get overwhelmed 
with the like the shinies and the breeding and going after the perfect stats and the team battles and you know what i'm saying like and the, the fucking yeah. sheer amount of like the number of pokemon and i i i find myself overwhelmed that's what i've always liked about gen one is it was like it was simple and i think you're right this this generation took it was they, just it was gen one on steroids without getting too crazy they they fixed like everything that was wrong in gen one uh, yeah everything. like it was a good and a bad thing because l- listen i'm a psychic guy like like i always have to have a cadaver i never have an alakazam because i don't have anyone to trade with but i always have to have a cadaver on my team because in gen one they were supermen and women like they yeah. were untouchable there was um, nothing to touch them, yeah. Excuse me, no. And in this one, like, they're still pretty powerful, but you're right. They did kind of balance it out a little bit. And I don't know, man. I just, I was playing through this game and, like, it's fucking long and we're going to get into that. And that <laughs> really is maybe my only major, I, I don't even know if I want to call it a criticism. It's not a criticism. If I had had this game as a kid, I never would have stopped playing it. But as an adult, like, on a schedule, I was like, fuck me. There's still a whole second game at the end of this. Like, I need to get this done. But I, I finished yeah. it, and I was like, "God damn, yeah, I, I get Wait, it." When you when you say finished, did you beat Red? No, no, fucking, <laughs> no, sir. And let me just get that out of the way right now, and then, all right, we'll start there. Let's start there. I did not fight Red, and I looked it up because I I like as I beat all the second like uh, I got all the second set of badges, and then I fought the. Uh, obviously, really we're gonna poor? we're gonna drop spoilers. Obviously, it's fucking yeah, like a. This game is fucking game. old. It's yeah. like 30 years. Like I did all oh, of that years. and like basically was like done. The g- I even looked it up. I was like, other than obviously I'm not going to complete the Pokedex or anything. I was like, what's left? And they said, you can go fight red from, you know, but they were like, I, I read his, like, I can't remember what level the Pokemon that red has in this game, but it was like I, level I, I 70 or something. I think he's got like a level 90 Pikachu or something. Sure. Like that too. And I finished <laughs> the game in like the mid fifties. And I was like, I am like all due respect to you and to to everyone involved. I, I I like this game, but I was like, I put like forty five hours into this, and I was like, I am not grinding another ten hours so that I can fucking hike up this mountain and fight one. Like I'll look it up on YouTube. I'm done. Um, so I did not do that. But then, so that's a great place to start. That's the hardest battle in the game. Yes. Yes. Did you it. have you beaten him? Oh yeah. Oh, of course you oh, yeah. You're fucking Miklos Blackjaw. Of course you fucking have beat him. Uh is yeah. it worth it? Uh I mean you feel good. I mean he's fucking hard. I believe and like that. uh and it, it kind of gives you a sense of accomplishment. Like I know uh when I first played this game back in high school, yeah, like I had several level one hundred Pokemon. Shit. Right? Just just because they yeah. loved the game, right? Sure. Uh but like before getting a bunch of level 100 Pokemon and going there and getting like a Tyranitar and stuff or the Larvitar to get Tyranitar. Um, it's, it is a fucking, uh, it's a fucking accomplishment, right? Yeah. You kind of got to grind through the elite four a lot. I mean, there's other things too. Uh, particularly there's, um, if you do like I kind of cheated a little because I had one of each, um and i went and did um wait wait, sorry what do you mean one of each like gold and silver like i I had a gold and a silver okay at one point yeah and uh you know a couple game boys so i could trade with myself and Uh, make the team that i wanted right uh and what you can do i i there's a a cheat you can do with the trading where you can duplicate poke or 
not with not with trading, uh, with the saving, where you can duplicate Pokemon, and items. Oh, and so, okay. So I would make like a high level team. Yeah. And then give an experience share to someone for like super leveling. And what you do is you give it to the other player, like the other cartridge, and then you fight that high level team. So I'd make like six whatever uh, for alligators. Right, and they'd have like a high-level electric Pokemon yeah. that would just sweep it. Okay, and you get like fucking massive experience once a day. Okay, right? Yeah, and so you go into this place in Viridian City. Okay, and you can you can fight this battle once a day, but it's just so much experience. So you can level Pokemon real fast. Okay, and so like there are little things that you can do like that. <laughs> See, and, I mean, is... you could. Go ahead. You could, you could, you could, you know, if you had one Pokemon, like, uh, again, through like cheating, I had a game. Someone game sharked me a Mew, and Mew can learn like all of the like every single TM. Oh fuck! So, Seriously? Okay. Yeah. So I had a, I had a, a level hundred Mew who could just sweep the elite four. This is why I was like, I was like, I'm bringing Mick on not only because I know he's passionate about this generation, but I was like. Half of what you said, only half made sense to me. But I know that all the diehard Pokemon fans are like, yes, and they get it. And I'm like, thank fuck. I got a ringer that knows this fucking <laughs> franchise because I'm so like, I oh, fuck me. I fucking grinded every generation of Pokemon. I catch a Mag Magikarp's my favorite Pokemon. And I catch a Magikarp and I grind them into a, do you say Gyarados? That's how I say it. Yep. Okay. And I grind him into a Gyarados. And I fucking did it in this game. And then, like, minutes after my Magikarp became a Gyarados, I hit a point where they're like, oh, you can catch this red fucking Gyarados. And I was just like, <laughs> you slimy motherfuckers. And that's why I was just like, and it just, I was well, like. Yeah, this, this is where they introduced Chinese, right? Uh, <laughs> see, I don't know. That's the other. Okay, so, like. Yeah. I, fuck, well, I, I mean, you could, you could catch Gen 1 Shinies. This is something else that's kind of cool. But, like, wait. Had What's the so like I'm? Oh my god, I'm gonna get so many messages. Okay, what's a shiny? So, so they're like uh, the different colored Pokemon. So like the red Gyarados is a shiny Gyarados. Oh, right? so right? I have a shiny. And the the, the, the shiny Magikarp is gold. Oh shit! Oh, yeah. and because this is Pokemon Game Boy Color, you can see their colors. Yeah. Oh, okay. I always thought shiny was like they looked the same. But they would have like a little star on them that like showed that they were like glittering or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. They get like they come in they, in this gen. They came in with like a little like starburst. Okay, okay. To help like okay. help identify it, so, so you're not so like it. But yeah, you could also uh, you could also catch Gen One shinies. It was something that was in the code. Okay. So like certain Pokemon have like certain kind of stats in gen one and you could trade them over to your gen two and they would come out shiny oh i see okay right. so then like so our shiny our shinies like other than just being the fact that they're rare like are they more powerful or anything or are they just like um insane? i i think so i honestly i never i never really cared <laughs> okay thank you all right because i didn't like i kind of knew shinies existed and some people talk about hunting shinies and i've never wanted to just be like what is that but i was like i don't even know what the fuck that is i just it's it's, it's kind of like um you know like completing the pokedex like a second time i see okay i got you right okay, okay. and okay. i mean like it's more like um particularly for like if you're fighting people online and stuff it's kind of like um a status thing i see okay 
right? All right. So you like grind out trying to get your shiny Pokemon, right? Because <laughs> it's like one in like fucking I don't know, like twenty five hundred or something. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> this is why, right? like, I feel like if I like, I feel like if I walked into like an online Pokemon like Discord or like whatever, like people battling online. And I walked in with my like shit team. They would just be like, "Sir, just can you leave?" Well, like right well, now, like, like uh, yeah, it's like the the shiny Charizard is black. Oh fuck! Which looks fucking like they. Some of them look real fucking cool. Okay, but now let me right? say, like that's rad. It just sucks that Charizard is a bitch because otherwise that would be really cool. You shut your fucking <laughs> mouth. <laughs> we'll get into. We'll get into. Okay, so okay, so let, we should. Okay, we should get. We should get into. We should get into the into this game. I I like because I. Oh God, I'm just, like I'm so scared of this episode. You guys don't even know. Some of you that are well, listening for, like the first time, like I'm I'm like I, fuck you guys. I take so much shit for the Pokemon episodes because people are so. Well, and- I'm scared. This, and th- this game too introduced a lot. Like you're like, some of this is fucking real easy. Right. But then like you walk into some of these gyms and the fucking, they're, they're like main Pokemon or whatever are tough. Dude, let me say, right? I, I wanted to ask you that. That's a great point. Cause that's where I wanted to go. I have said on multiple occasions that like, it's not even necessarily a gripe I have with Pokemon. I just sometimes wish they were a little bit tougher. And I'm like, if they can make a computer that can beat like the world's best chess players at chess, you can't convince me they couldn't put an AI in that plays with a little bit more strategy. And I've always said that, but there were a couple of gyms and mother fuck the first member of the elite four where I was getting fucking annihilated. And it was like, cause I didn't, I thought I had a pretty well balanced team, but I didn't have anyone that could cover the right weaknesses. And, uh, I, I like, You've played more of these games than me. Like, I'm not wrong that this is one of the tougher. No. Yeah, it is. And like, and specifically, like, usually they give you like a Pokemon or like a couple Pokemon you can use that to go against the gym, like prior to getting there, like in that area. But, but in this, like, you know, like, uh, for instance, before you do the eighth gym badge for the, that's the dragon one. Yeah, they have like that ice cavern, but those fucking Pokemon suck. Yeah, right. I dude, I caught like two or three, and I was like, "You're all fucking useless." And then I just found like an old TM that had an ice move in it. I don't remember what ice move it was, and I taught yeah. it to my Gyarados and just yeah, grinded and, my way through with that. Yeah, and like, dude, and there's like lots of there's other cool shit. Like you can get a Dratini pretty early by going to the um, casino. Yes, and doing that yeah. like flip card flip game or yeah. like the basic like minesweeper kind of game yeah so okay so then there you go then i i'll ask you like people kind of gave me a hard time when they found out about the team that i rolled outside of my starter because i know that this is i know you and i i feel like you and i are like left and right like two people on the opposite sides of the political spectrum but when it yeah. comes to our starters <laughs> in pokemon like, you picked the leaf guy, didn't you? I'm all about my grass. I love grass yeah. Pokemon. And so I, I went, but outside of rocking the, I don't even remember what the grass starter in this game was called. Chikorita. Chikorita. Outside of the Chikorita, <laughs> I rolled five OG Gen 1 Pokemon. Because I okay. know, I stuck with what I know. And everyone was making yeah. fun of me. You know Pokemon better than me. Uh, yeah. And did I do myself a disservice? Like, do you play this with Gen 1 or Gen 2 or a mix? Or what do you do? Uh, I like a lot of the Gen 2 Pokemon that they brought in, okay. uh, particularly like some of the dark Pokemon. Uh, there's a uh, Houndor and Houndoom, 
Houndoom okay. is fucking OP, like okay. for that game, anyways. Um, um, I usually try to do a mix. I mean, when we were talking about doing this, I did a Nuzlocke challenge. Well, I didn't finish it, but I got most of the way through. Now, what I and, I know what that is, but yeah. pretend I, I really do. Okay. So shut the fuck up. I really do. I know it sounds yeah, like I don't, I, but I do. You, I've told you a bunch of times. Yeah, you've you've explained <laughs> it enough that now I remember. But in case someone doesn't know, what is a, a Nuzlocke challenge? Okay, so uh, you're only allowed to catch one Pokemon per area you go into, and uh, like there's side rules. I use the side rule like if I have that Pokemon already so like you know i'm not catching like 80 rattatas because you have to you uh, have to it, catch the first one you run into first one you run into right. so i always do the first new one okay yeah. you run into and you yeah. can kind of like if you like now that i've played it a bunch and i'll go online and see what's coming up you can kind of plan sure. to make sure you're getting good pokemon sure or at least new pokemon that aren't like to me that doesn't seem like a great way to play it the first time you play it no because like no, i, I don't not, know anything um, you would, I would, I would not recommend it. And I mean, it's just a way to add a lot of uh, difficulty. Sure. I mean, there's lots of other rules. I don't play with all of them. Uh, like lots of them, they'll say like you can't have Pokemon that are a higher level than the the highest uh, level Pokemon that the next gym leader has. Oh, I see. Yeah. I see. So like. If they cap out at 25 or whatever, you can't have any Pokemon in your team over 25. So then what happens, like, it seems and to... And then anytime, a, anytime one of your Pokemon faints, it goes... You can either, like, set it free or, like, I have a, a cemetery box for all my <laughs> dead Pokemon, right? You know, it's like, hey, these are the guys that died. And, like, sometimes, then like, uh, you get fucking hit hard. Well, that's uh, what I was going to say, dude. Like, that seems to me, like, if fuck, this game's already hard. I'm so glad that you, who was good at Pokemon, was like, no, this one's kind of tough. Because there were a few bosses, like, or bosses, um, trainers. Gym uh, leaders. Gym, gym leaders, thank you. There were a few gym leaders. Like, like I found, like, the like general trainers you run into still pretty easy, just like they were in the first yeah. one. Um, but the, tra- the the gym leaders, like, a couple of them will fuck you up. And, like, dude, if I had to go into some of those fights and all I had was, like, the team that I could catch at first glance and they weren't overpowered and they weren't, custom like like yeah. you know you go up against the water leader and you're like well i'm bringing you know fucking three electric three po- gra- or what grass yeah. whatever yeah yeah like if you can't do that like I, i'd never finish this game i'd get fucking yeah or forever. if like you you fucking it faints before you get there yeah <laughs> in, a, oh. in a battle and i mean it happens like you get hit with a critical hit you know for, like one of the trainers has got a move that somehow you didn't realize it had yeah and just KOs your Pokemon, you're like, well, this is one of the cornerstones of my team, and I'm fucked. Yeah. <laughs> like, and that was the other thing, and actually, I like this about this game, is that uh, <laughs> I think I'm right on this. It introduced the, the s- steel and dark. Yeah. Yeah. Yes! Fuck yeah. And those are new. Um, yeah. And I, I really liked that. I thought that was great. Like, just to help. I, I assume the main reason they did that was to just help balance the game a little bit and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, um, but I mean, they they you watch throughout the generations, they kind of continue to do that. Sure, but, right with uh, they got like the fairy type in the newer versions. That's right, and that's that's what I like about, and I think that's what I like. So there was something about Gen three, and I don't remember that much about it, but like it just, I didn't hate it, but I I wasn't like captivated. Like Gen one, I could still sit down and play today. I love maybe it's just nostalgia. I don't know what it is. I love that Gen three. I was kind of like I don't know. 
And then the newer ones that I've played, I'm like, I beat them once. They were fine. But I was like, I don't feel an urge to play that again. This one really did, like, like you're around my age. Like, you know how, like, yeah. that leap from NES games to SNES games? And you would play yep. them, and you're like, these all just feel like bigger, better versions of the NES ones. Like, yep. I know the Game Boy Color wasn't a graphical hardware leap, per se, from the Game Boy to the Game Boy Color, but Pokemon Gen 2, in a lot, like, as far as what was in it and everything, felt like an SNES version of the NES Gen 1 Pokemon. Yeah, yeah no, totally. And, and, like, man, just so much cool shit. Like, like you mentioned the, the, uh, you mentioned the time. Dude, I wanted to go back to that. I fucking... So I didn't like read a manual or anything. I had no idea what I was getting myself into. I bought this off my 3DS. I just played it on my 3DS. And like, I thought that was sick. Cause I didn't even know that was a thing for like a, the first week I was playing it. Cause I was only playing it at night. And then yeah. I, uh, I fired it up like what, like on a Saturday or something and everything looked different. And I was running into Pokemon I hadn't seen. And I was like, the fuck is this? Like, <laughs> dude, when you were a kid, I don't know if there's a game on the Game Boy slash Game Boy Color with more bang for his buck than fucking Pokemon Gen 2. It's insane. Nope. Like, yeah, and, and like, there's just, just a lot of the stuff that was, like, day-dependent, like, Tuesdays and Thursdays, I think, were, like, the bug-catching competition. So, like, you could go get a Scyther or a Pinsir in that, in that time, right? Right, and, yes. And yeah. that's, like, the only way you could catch it. And then there's, like... Uh, so there's like seven, uh, NPC characters, one for each day of the week. And they give you a special item and they're like hidden throughout the, throughout the game. Right. So, so you have to find them in that spot on that day. Fucking insane. Like it's like, right? so when I like, we'll get to this in a bit, but like when I got to the first, po the gen one region, like when I yeah. went over to that, I can't remember what region, I don't remember the region's names. But when I when I went back to like Gen One World or whatever, and I was doing those, I got to the Safari Zone, and I was all like, "Fuck yeah!" Because I love the Safari Zone. And then they were like, "It's closed," and I was like, "You <laughs> motherfuckers!" But stuff like that, I guess, like makes up for it, like all the yeah, crazy I, little things that I, you can do. I was playing the Heart Gold version, and they have a Safari Zone. I don't like it as much, but it it was kind of neat uh, for Heart Gold, anyways. They have, uh, and I don't know if they had it for the original gold and silver, but uh, they have like areas, and you get to pick what areas go into the safari zone. So then you're kind of like going through to find which Pokemon are in there. Oh no, shit! Really? Yeah. Oh wow! Holy fuck! Yeah. Fucking insane! Like I, oh, and like I, I love that like they brought Team Rocket back, but I love that they kept talking about like the downfall of Team Rocket and everything like yeah. they referenced the first game and stuff like it was <laughs> it's gonna sound so stupid because let's call the spade a spade pokemon nobody's playing pokemon for the story like no. i know there's a story there <laughs> it's the same story every time yeah nobody's <laughs> playing pokemon for the story of a kid running away from home to catch animals like that's not yeah. why you're here well and it's like you always have you know it's like team rocket or team magma or team uh whatever right sure yeah or you know even even in the newer one uh you know it's like this guy who's trying to bring apart apart the apocalypse and shit you yeah know? Like, yeah but that was what i really liked about this game was i was like like it's gonna sound so stupid but if you've never if you're listening to this and you've never played uh, i don't say if you've never played pokemon but if you've never played like gen one or gen two like I really do recommend playing Gen 1 before you play this game or, like, Gen 2 because, like, 
I was having such a blast finding like references to the original games and like the way they would talk about like, Oh, this kid came and defeated team rocket and stuff like that. Like all those little things. And then not to mention the whole second half of the game or the second, you know, whatever the, the last third of the game yeah. which we'll get to. Uh, I thought that was fucking sick. Like I loved that little touch. And I also, to me, one of the coolest things about this game was every single time I triggered a random encounter and I fucking hate random encounters, but every time I triggered a, a battle in this game, I would get like so excited to be like, I wonder if it's one of the ones I know, or I wonder if it's like a brand new one, you know? Cause I don't know half of the gen two Pokemon. Uh, it's, it's just like, we are going to get more into like some of the battles and stuff like that. The Pokemon themselves. But I just want to say like, I've said this on the show before. There are some retro games where you can just see, and this can go back as far as the NES. You can just see the sheer amount of effort and polish and, and, that they tried you know it wasn't mailed in that they really tried and with pokemon yeah. red blue and yellow being as big as they were like they could have just created a hundred new shitty pokemon released this game and made a trillion dollars but yeah. the the sheer amount of like i in my opinion these these games gen 2 play like gen 1 is the reason pokemon obviously exists gen 2 to me is why it's the phenomenon that it still is today because I, this was the follow-up i, I agree <laughs> I right agree. like how many movies like a great movie comes out and then they make a sequel and it's like well the sequel sucked and then that's the end of the franchise and you yeah. know what i mean and like video games have done that tv shows have done that and it's like they could have so easily just mailed it in and still made a ton of money with this people accuse them of doing that now People yep. accuse them of like, you know, I, I don't necessarily disagree. Pokemon is kind of lazy yeah. sometimes. Uh, yeah, like I said, the story is the same in like all the games. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, and like they, man, I was so impressed. Like I was like, I don't think there's a single aspect of this game that felt cheap or half-assed or mailed in like nothing. Yeah, this this one seemed to actually like, I know it's it seems to be the only one too that it does kind of have the same thing, like, oh, you got to beat Team Rocket and become the thing. But, like, there's so many, like, little differences. Like, even just your rival being a guy who stole a Pokemon. Dude, and... yes. <laughs> like, I love that. Like, your rival in Gen 1 is just, like, a fucking arrogant piece of shit. But, like, your rival in Gen 2 is a fucking asshole. Like, he seems like he yeah. beats his Pokemon. Like, he's just a dick. <laughs> and it was... it. Yeah, and I love that. And, it, and like, people, like openly kind of reference that <laughs> you know like in all yeah, the things you run into yeah um like man that guy's an asshole <laughs> yeah they did like i i fucking yeah I, I i thought that was rad uh i will say i found i guess maybe the only thing i didn't like about this game and maybe this is just i hated that phone and like maybe it's just because i don't like answering the phone in real life okay yeah but like i'd be just walking and then be like ring ring and I, i'd be like hello okay so um a lot of the phone is nonsense yes um, but there are things you can do that were good so certain people you could will call you for rematches and their pokemon get stronger like each time you do a rematch to okay. then they get stronger to a certain point and then sometimes they'll call you to let you know about like where uh rare pokemon are swarming oh really oh fuck I didn't, yeah, I yeah. didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. So like, and you kind of like, if you don't know what they are and then like you have like a limit on how many people you can have in your phone book. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. And I mean, that's where the meme came from. My Rattata is the, 
uh, in the top percentile of his status. Oh, I see. <laughs> I get it now. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, I fucking hated it. I was just like, fuck off. Leave me alone. Like, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, because it's been about a month since I played this now, but like, when you beat someone and then they ask you for your number, you have the option to say no, right? Yep. And yeah. And you, you can go and delete them afterwards, too. Oh, right? okay. Because I just started saying no to everybody. Because I was like, <laughs> leave me the fuck alone. Like, I'm busy trying to save the yeah. world or whatever With the fuck it is. But like I said, it's one of those things that they added that, you know, like, if you didn't know what you were looking for, yeah, it's fucking annoying. Uh, you know right? what? But, <laughs> maybe not a maybe not i don't know if some people will agree with this or not but like when i played gen one i had a guide and it made it so much easier like to learn the game yeah. and everything like that i've never played a pokemon game with a guide since gen one and i have felt at times lost in every other generation like well yeah there's just so much like little things oh my god th that they put in the games that like if you don't really know what you're looking for or and like it, how to get something and it's not even all about how to find you know certain pokemon and find the legendaries and stuff like that it was like i actually just got lost a couple of times and couldn't figure out where yep. to go and had to look it up and i'm not even saying necessarily like i've been lost in tons of rpgs that's not new to especially old school like jrpgs that's not new um yeah but like as a kid, I mean, I almost feel like they maybe designed it that way to sell guides, like back in the day. Because like as a kid, if I had had this game, like without the internet to look stuff up, I would have needed a guide. I think at times. Yeah, um, and I mean, when it came out, the internet was around. Sure. A yeah. Ninety nine, two thousand. Yeah, it was, but it was. Yeah, like game FAQs was out, and right. I, I know I looked, I looked it up a bunch to find things. Uh, like GeoCities. Like, but yeah but no, like, like game game faqs was around yeah, and yeah so it was yeah. like a uh what the fuck is it like a notepad document kind of right yeah um but there were things like finding a lapras uh is in like one of the first caves that you go into but it's like way deep but it's only like i i don't, know, I don't remember exactly but it's like a wednesday oh yeah, right? okay yeah go ahead yeah but that's just like you know like certain pokemon like rare ones you know like that like and again this is how great this is about like coming back every day to play this game because you had stuff every day that was special for that day right right and if you didn't know what it was you kind of had to go look it up online yeah dude like the fucking what gym master what gym leader was it the might have been the eighth one. There's one where you like you get to it's near the end of the of the first of the first batch of gym leaders. There's one where you like get to the gym and there's like a guy out front that says that like you need an invite or something to fucking come in yeah. here and you need or you need a dragon pokemon or something like that and like for the for the fucking life of me I could not figure out how the fuck to get into this gym. And then I finally yeah. looked it up and it turned out I had not done some battle in like a radio station and I had yeah. to go back and do and like I'm not even necessarily complaining about it cuz it might have just been me not paying attention or being high and yeah. not reading the the directions or whatever but like yeah, there were a couple like I don't remember Gen One being as. It sounds so stupid it, to call it was, Pokemon. There was a confusing. lot of all over the map shit. All over the fucking map, man. Like you had to go somewhere and do something, then go somewhere else, and then go here, and then you could progress. Yeah, but I don't even want to say that that's a bad thing because again, like if you're a kid and this is like the one game you got, you know, for Christmas or for your birthday yeah. or fucking whatever, like. I've told this story countless times about how the first game I ever bought with my own money was Kirby's Dreamland for the Game Boy, and I beat it the night I brought it home, and I was, like, yeah. devastated. And if you had gotten this as a kid, like, you're set till adulthood. Like, you have a fucking – you have a ton 
to do because we haven't yeah. even gotten into like the hundred new Pokemon yet. Like it's just holy Christ. Because you're right, and, the, and, and, how, and how they changed some of them and changed some of the moves. Yeah, it, fucking insanity. So like, okay, so quickly, yeah. If you've never played it, it's the classic storyline. You're a kid who runs away from home, and you got to go get eight badges and then go beat the Elite Four and blah 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 blah. Um, and then along the way, you're saving the world and saving fucking towns problems and beating up bad guys and blah, 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 blah. Uh, I will say <laughs> maybe some of you are going to make fun of me for this too. I did not see the twist coming that Lance was the champion or whatever. Okay, or like, yeah. the, was he the, yeah, he was like the leader yeah. of the elite four, right? Yep. Yeah. Or whatever it was. I, I did not see that coming at all. <laughs> um yeah he was the champion yeah and like he like shows up a couple and like it kind of pissed me off because i did the elite four fight and i got stuck on the first member of the elite four forever because the first member has a bunch of psychic pokemon and i didn't have anything that would stand up against psychic pokemon and the fucking pro not the problem but like once you start battle once you go in to battle the elite four you are trapped until you beat them all like you can't yeah. go back and heal or buy up more supplies or whatever and it probably took me five or six attempts to beat that. Once I got and, past and, the first one, and they do a there. really good job too of like limiting how much money you can have. Yeah. Before you get there, so it's not like you can just load up on lots of shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it like I grind. Once I got through the, I have it right here in front of me. Once I got through Will, the psychic one, number one, then I was golden until I got to the end, which was Lance with yeah. the dragon. Pokemon. Well, that that one, I think you can you can get away with through a lot of that with uh, an electric Pokemon. You think he's got two flyers and, and a water and, guy. But that was my I didn't have any electric Pokemon and it fucked me. Well, it there, fucked there's, me. there's your there's your fucking problem. Well, but uh, I hate I I hate them all because I hate Pikachu. So by association, fair. I hate it's like them all. Uh, I like I got a I get a Flaffy as soon as I can. A what? And it's uh it's the it's an electric sheep Pokemon. Oh yeah, and okay. then it yeah, yeah. turns into an Ampharos, and that guy is just fucking. He, he's slower than like every other electric Pokemon, right? But he's like stronger. Okay. So right? he packs like a packs like a literal thunder punch. Okay. So because uh, I wanted to, I wanted to ask you like okay so just quickly let me just say yeah Lance uh, the only thing that pissed me off was like there's one part where he's like helping you you're in like a basement of like a lab or you're in a laboratory yeah. or something and you're grinding through and he's like showing oh, up. Oh. From the secret uh, radio thing, yeah. Yeah, and then I get to the end of the game and find out that he's, like, the champion with this, like, pocket full of dragons. And I was like, hey, <laughs> thanks for your help, Cape Boy. Like, where the fuck were you? Like, when I was out there grinding with my goddamned fucking graveler, and you were just sitting in the fucking back with three Dragonites in your back pocket? You fucking piece of shit. <laughs> but I did and, see the twist like, coming, and, and I like that. Yeah. Uh, no, it was good. But was fuck good. him, though. Um... So like I should ask you like what because I wanted to I wanted to say what my team was even though everyone's just gonna make fun of my shitty Gen One team so I know you've played through this game countless times and you're nuzlocking and stuff but like have you got it like if you do you have like your dream team or like the team that you like your best run or your you know whatever like I, oh well I I uh, I always try to get an Ampharos. Okay. Always. It's just because I every Pokemon game I play like I gotta have a an electric Pokemon because. For the most part, they just have the least amount of weaknesses. It's just ground. Oh, I didn't right? know that. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, so like, as long as you're not going up against a bunch of stuff that's got earthquake and stuff, yeah, you, you, he's usually just a good utility guy, and he can learn a lot of stuff, like, because he does thunder punch, but I think he can learn a bunch of the other ones, okay, as well, and he can learn a, a good set of moves through TMs, okay. 
So like you can have a have him actually be a, more of a utility guy. Okay. Uh, if I can trade, I my one of my all time favorites is Scissor. Yeah. I mean he's super weak to fire, but he's like one of the only good steel Pokemon. Okay. I find. Okay. Um, who else do I usually try to get? I usually try to get a Dragonite. Sure. Uh, if I like, I know it's like end game material, but like a Larvitar. So I can get a Tyranitar. That guy is fucking awesome. He's like the, um, he's like every Pokemon game's got like the the like the they're like sub legendary Pokemon, right? And that's it. And okay. that he's in that last area with, uh, or at least the Larvitar's in that last area where you go to fight Red. Okay. Uh, um, but I mean, you know, it's like it's late game, so it's not really like one you can get before. Um, there's um. Uh, a water electric one too that I like, Lantern. That's a sick combo. Uh, I didn't know that. That's a fucking badass yeah. combo. Uh, so I mean, if I can get that guy instead of uh, Ampharos, I usually go with that. Okay. Um, what else do I like? Uh, Hound Houndoom. Just he's yeah. just so good. So I just while I was looking at the Elite Four, I saw that like yeah, one of them had a Houndoom, and that thing looks like Satan's fucking German Shepherd. Yeah. Yeah, like I didn't have one, but that is a badass looking fucking Pokemon yeah. right there. Holy no, that guy's that guy's fucking real good. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other ones that I really, really try to get. Um, I try to mix it up every time I play. Sure, but but generally those ones, I will have one of those like in my team. Okay, just because they're really they're just really good and like all around utility Pokemon. Right. So I, um, everyone made fun of me because I was like outside of my grass starter and like, I don't know how you are, but like, I, I never want to take my starter out of my team. Like yeah. I, I, like it just feels weird. You're like, that's the one that like, without you, I'd still be just playing Nintendo in my mom's attic. Like I can't get rid of you, but like yeah. outside of my grass starter, it was all gen one Pokemon. And it was like, tell me that like t- outside of not having electric, like I taught as many moves as I could, like different, like every time I got a TM that had a, a a move for like a certain type that I didn't have, I was like, oh, please let someone be able to learn this. You know what I mean? Just to have yeah. like a fire move or a whatever move. And like I had, I had the red Gyarados. Um, I had a Machoke. That's the middle one, right? Yep. And the only reason I had that was because someone traded me like in the game. And I was like, oh, okay, sure. Because I like Machoke. And then I remember, and when you trade for someone, they level up faster. Yeah, but they give it with an they give it to you with like an Everstone, so it doesn't evolve when you when it trades to you. Like what a fucking piss. Off. Yeah, yeah. Like it was a Machoke forever, uh, yeah. the middle one. But I had so I had Gyarados, I had Machoke, I had Kadabra, I had a Graveler because I couldn't trade to get a Golem, and then I didn't intend on it, but I had a Pidgey Pidgeot Pidgeot. I don't know how you call okay. it. Okay, and like I didn't intend on him being part of like he's just one of the you know like everyone has oh, a everyone uh, catches a the, Pidgey early. The, the the Zatu or whatever, the evolved flying psychic guy. I usually have that guy. Oh, the guy that looks like a bird Yoda with like a white. Yeah. 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 Like yeah, that I, guy. I, I had no intention of rolling with a Pidgey, but then I just like, he started to get really good. And I was just like, well, as soon as I find a new flying Pokemon that I like better, like, I don't want to be that guy that goes to the end of the game with a Pidgey. Yeah. But then there's, I he um, just kept getting better. And I was like, fuck there's, it. There's one, um, uh fan pee and it, i don't remember it turned it's a ground guy but he looks like an elephant okay. i like that guy he's pretty oh. good i will say like 
there are some badass looking new Pokemon in this game. Like yeah. it's funny because like I'm I'm one of many that when you think of like shitty Pokemon, I think of the stupid keys. Like yeah. the set of car keys or whatever the fuck it was from like I don't remember what generation it was, XY, I think, whatever. Fuck it sucked. Um but like in this one, every time I discovered like a new like I came across a new po because I know the originals. Like I know when I run into something new. And every time I came across something new, I was like, fuck, that's a really cool looking like there's yeah, they not did a, they there's, did a good job on adding new Pokemon in this one. Yeah, like there's not a lot of duds in Gen yeah. two, which it could, I would even argue that there's some duds in Gen one. Yeah, um, uh, there's there's a really cool steel flying Skarmory. He's pretty good. Um, there's I'm trying to think what he is now. I think he's a poison flying Gligar. Oh, he kind of he kind of sucks, but <laughs> he's just fun to play with. Let me ask you this, because uh, I don't know. Yeah. Did Gen one have the like combined classes yep oh did it okay for some reason that yeah, just seemed like, different Bulb to me. bulbasaur's uh uh um well that's kind of how they like psychic were so good because you know they're everything that was supposed to be good against them like ghost and bug generally came with um uh, uh a poison typing right type two and then there were no good ghost or uh po uh bug moves yeah yeah so yeah, in that's this right. gen they really beefed that up yeah you can and, tell like, that they addressed in, yeah. added in dark and like one of the biggest things that really fucking surprised me uh early on um because uh you're fighting someone that has like rock pokemon and you used bite and like it didn't it, it was actually not like super effective but it actually worked Right. And I didn't realize they changed bite to a dark move. Oh, yeah, you're right. Right? Yeah. So, so they like kind of gave they kind of like really rebalanced it. I mean, other than steel being fucking garbage. Right. Uh um I mean cuz there's only a few of them like you get a, you can get a steelix but only through trade. Yeah. And then you can get a scissor only through trade. Let me just say too for the record like Onix is like a top five Pokemon for me as far as like the design. I think Onyx is so badass, but like yeah. every time yeah. I catch one, I'm like, you're just such shit. Like you should yeah. be good. So yeah, I fucking well, like, hate Onyx. I, I from Gen One, I always hated using Pokemon that didn't evolve, and Gen Two kind of changed that for me. Right. Right. Like you get a Sneasel, which is Dark Ice. You know, and they didn't even they didn't add an evolution till like you know several gens later. Right. Right. Yeah. Um. Same with Gligar, and just like I mean, like they're leaving room for shit. Uh, sure. And I mean, like the the breeding to get like egg Pokemon, like babies and shit. So yeah, okay, let's go to that because like I didn't do any breeding. Uh, like I just don't get it. Like I I got this stupid Togepi or whatever the fuck it was. And yeah. I just like put it in my PC and never oh, looked at it that, again. That guy to Togetic, like the the final evolution, that guy's fucking good. Oh, I didn't even know it. I didn't even know it evolved. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, is it worth no. it? Because like I hate like I hate him from the cartoon Togepi. So I was like, I'm not yeah, yeah. fucking. I'm not. I'm uh, not no. Uh, the here. the final evolution one is good, especially oh, okay. in that game. Okay. Um. Oh, I'm looking at it right yeah. now. It kind of looks like a Mew, but like wearing like an egg diaper. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, and, and, um, like the, there are a lot of really good new Pokemon. 
Yeah. And like when I when I played through it the first time, I tried to almost do exclusively new Pokemon sure. just because uh you know, at the time, you know, I was in high school or whatever. Right. Um I would, you know, like these are new guys. Why the fuck why am I, why am I not trying new guys? Right. And it kind of cuz you know, I, I played the first one so many fucking times. Right. Right. And um, So I wanted <laughs> yeah. to ask you cuz you mentioned the breeding thing. Like can you could breed? I assume you could breed like new Pokemon. Like you could put them together and they'd make like the new generation well, of Pokemon and stuff. Well, not not really. Okay, so how how breeding works? Yeah, and this is this is like more for competitive stuff. Okay, is uh they all fit into like different uh egg types, so certain Pokemon could breed with certain Pokemon, and you could then get moves that one Pokemon. So you would take a a male version of a Pokemon. Yeah that had a move that you wanted to give to a, a female. like to, So you would then bring in the female of whatever you wanted, because whatever the female was, you would get that Pokemon. Oh, okay. Okay. Right? So then you could get a male one with a move <laughs> that, that could learn through breeding. I see. Okay. All right. So for, like, more competitive stuff, then sure. you ha- you just open up a lot more uh, types of Pokemon. I love that there's so many things like breeding and – like let's call a spade a spade like pokemon like they don't faint like they get knocked the fuck out you know what i mean like yeah. but like i love it because they're kids games they just word it so gently and it, like <laughs> yeah. it's like like for like for all you simpsons fans out there like watching two pokemon breed it would be like when homer was like zookeeper those monkeys are killing each other and then the zookeeper like whispers in his ear and he's like oh and, like that like it's just so funny to me that they put this and, in like a and, kid's like, game and like when you do, when you when you get an egg it's like your pokemon had an egg we don't know how it happened yeah yeah <laughs> oh is that what it says yeah. <laughs> fucking sick oh, uh, your pokemon had an egg. oh that's so fucking weird. i don't know they yeah. were fighting and now <laughs> and now he's smoking they were, they were just playing a little rough and you she know? made an egg i don't know how that yeah. happened that's weird Look, we've all been there. You're on your computer, you're plugging away at a project or a video or a podcast, and then somehow you lose your work. The computer crashes, you drop your phone on the delete key, your hard drive isn't terraformed or whatever it is, hey, lightning strikes the transmitter, doesn't matter. Bottom line, your work is gone and it's devastating, which is why you need backup, literally, in the form of Crash Plan. They're offering a free trial of their computer backup services and some special deals, all for the hot dogs at CrashPlan.com slash RTG. Crash Plan is the ultimate computer backup service. Whether you're just a solo internet renegade like myself, or you run a business with a bunch of people all click-clacking away, Crash Plan hangs out in the background while you work, and every 15 minutes, they encrypt and backup all the files on your computer that have changed in that time. So if your computer decides to jerk you around, and they do and you lose your work a backup is waiting for you and it's not a backup from yesterday it's a backup from the last 15 minutes come on now that's that's pretty sweet and not only are they saving the most recent versions of your work they can back up unlimited versions of your work so it's like a rewind button realize you screwed something up an hour ago just rewind an hour go find an old version of it and you're just like that you're done you're back to the races it's awesome time is money don't waste your day redoing your work in a rage-filled stupor if something goes wrong. Check out Crash Plan, invest in a safety net, and save yourself a ton of time and stress when your computer decides not to play nice. Seems like a no-brainer to me. Go to CrashPlan.com RTG to sign up for a free trial and take advantage of one of their limited-time buy-one-get-one offers for Remember the Game listeners. That's CrashPlan.com RTG. Back up better with Crash Plan. 
Um, yeah. Okay, because I never got into the breeding ring. Because I just, like, again, maybe it's just because I played Gen 1 with, like, a player's guide. But, like, every time I ran into a new, like, a Gen 2 Pokemon that I'd never seen, like, I had to guess. Like, I'm like, well, he looks like he's fire. And so uh, I would try using, like, a fire. But I guess that's, like, I don't even, I'm not even complaining about it. It's just so, part of the game, you know? Like, so I want I want to ask you, how did you like that chick's mill tank in the, the gym battle? The mill tank. Which one's the mill tank? Uh, the nor is in the normal gym in the like the big city with the with the casino and stuff. I don't remember. I gotta look it up. Pokemon Gen uh, Two mill tank. As soon as I see it, I'm yeah. sure I'll remember. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> what the fuck is that? Like, <laughs> like that whole that whole jam it was like a fucking breeze and you get to this pokemon and you're like what the fuck how come all my pokemon are dead yeah i remember that thing now and like it's such an innocent looking stupid cow and then it just fucks you up i do yes fucking brutal <laughs> fuck me man and that was what i'm talking about like when we're talking about the difficulty there's just like one or two battles in this game that just like massacre you and you yeah. gotta like you gotta go back to the Pokemon Center and 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 like, okay guys, let's fucking regroup here. Like, at what point did we lose control here? Like, it was just we got <laughs> yeah. fucking destroyed. Yes, and like, listen, I have no problem losing to something like a fucking scissor or whatever the fuck it's called, or a fucking Satan's German Shepherd dog. But like, yeah. a semi obese, happy looking cow with big boobs. Like yeah. I'm not like you. No, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, and and Miltank is just such a great example of a Pokemon that doesn't evolve that is good, right? And you look at like the Gen ones that didn't evolve, and I mean like you got some good ones like Pinsir, uh, in Gen one. Yeah, that were that were good, um, but they just like for the most part, like you look at stuff like Onyx or basically any, like the Arbok, no, not Arbok. There's a bunch of other ones. Yeah. My mind is blanking, but they all fucking suck. Yeah. Like as like a one-off, unless they're like, uh, like a legendary or something. Snorlax. Snorlax. Snorlax was good. Shaylee, you know I mean? my girlfriend adores Snorlax. And I like, I oh, get the fuck out of here. I hate you, but he's real good. He's yeah. one of the only, he's one of the only Pokemon that I like actively don't do all combat moves. What do you for. mean? Okay, oh, so like, like you, you leave you know, like, like rest. Well, like I do things like make sure uh, I'm pumping up his defense a bunch of times. Oh, I see. Right, okay. like I actually have to think about using him as a strategic Pokemon okay. instead of just trying to overpower and just punch, punch, punch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, because yeah. that's generally my style. Because I just I'm usually playing through. Right. And that's kind of when you do a Nuzlocke, you kind of have to think about that too. Like, sure. how do I make sure my guys don't die? <laughs> I was going to say, like, maybe that's why I got my ass kicked so many times in this game because I never use those, like, buffing yeah. moves. Those are always the first things I get rid of as soon as I get it. I don't even care what the new move you're teaching me is. Uh, yeah. If it's in it. Oh, and that's the other thing. And I know that it's not exclusive to this game, but I will say, as like a very casual Pokemon player, like, I wish when it tells you that, like, oh, fucking graveler is trying to learn move x i wish it would tell me what the move is like yeah. it doesn't well, i think i think i think you can um 
I don't know if it did it in this one, but I, I know I, in later versions you definitely can. Yeah, you can. I couldn't figure out a way. I don't know if it does it in this one. I don't know how. And so there were a couple of times where I was like, I wonder if I just turned down a really good move. But I was like, I like my four moves, and I don't know what this does. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I don't know. They, that's yeah. just and maybe they, that's just my suckiness at Pokemon. But. Yeah, and they and they um so because you know I played this and I had you know red and blue or I had access to red and blue. Uh, and could give myself some Pokemon from the first gen that yeah. you know you can't really get in the in this game. Yeah, they like come with new moves, right? right. So like a, a Charmander learns Metal Claw, right? right? So you ha you have this guy that suddenly has you know moves that it can use that are good against opposite typing, right? Oh, right. So like, uh, you now you now right. have a Pokemon that you know is has can at least do some damage against like a rock pokemon right, right? I, I, one thing i like too i can't remember how they describe it they say something about how you can't trade gen 2 pokemon to a gen 1 game yeah and they say yeah. something along the lines of like they can't go back through time i don't remember how it is they say yeah, it yeah, but yeah yeah uh really so clever gotta, really clever yeah but but so you but you can trade gen 1 pokemon ahead to gen 2 yeah, and you so if you if you like what I would do is you know uh, before I would learn about the cheat I would just get a bunch of Pidgeys or whatever. Sure. And then I would trade those Pidgeys back, and as long as they don't have a move that is from the old one or from the new one, you can do that. Oh, I see. Okay, okay. Right. So like, yeah, just get a bunch of Pidgeys and trade them to your friend. I mean, if you're only looking to complete the Pokedex or to get stuff, it doesn't really matter what they get in return. Sure. <laughs> Um, man, that's such fucking show some respect to the Pidgeys. I love Pidgey. Um, okay. So fuck, we've been going for almost an hour already. I still have three big things I wanted to touch on. Um, okay. Well, let's go to them. <laughs> okay. Not that I'm not complaining. Cause I liked this game and I'm, and I'm used to it. Cause I played gen one so many times, maybe my biggest, like how the fuck did you not fix this? When you fixed everything else was the fact that you still have to deal with stupid HMs um oh well here okay so here's what i think about hms and i mean like you kind of always have to have hm slaves yeah and one of my biggest gripes from sword and shield was that they caught rid of hms now why though because i hate them no 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 but but the hms allowed for a lot more um uh like exploration right like you had to have surf and you had to have rock climb and you sure. had to do these things to get special items but to me special pokemon but to me like that could have been easily dealt with by just saying something along the lines of like the trainer learns surf and then as long as you have a water pokemon in your team you can tell them use surf but it's not like yeah, a move well, like, that you well, lock onto your pokemon well you know like I mean? I mean like i don't i don't mind having an hm slave and i mean uh is it this one no i don't think it's this was it this one where you get a badoof no that's a gen 3 one yeah i don't think this uh, is one yeah, but like having an HM slave, whatever. Like for the most part, it didn't really affect my game. I, um, like, I, like let me say, like it, it didn't ruin the game for me or anything. I played Gen One. I know all about like how they work. I just and I agree with you that like it's a clever way to lock certain areas of the game until you're ready to go there. And I'm down with all of that. I just find the concept of them to be a pain in the ass. And like, yeah, like I didn't want to have to carry a, a, a slave around, so I was like, well. Pidgey is here. He can learn fly. Uh, Gyarados and can some, learn surf. Some of those moves aren't bad either. No, like, dude, fly, fly, fly is money. 
Yeah, like, and so is Surf. Yeah, Surf's damn right it is. And in later gens, it hits multiple Pokemon. Yeah, Surf is cash money, and Fly is like a Dragoon jump for a Pokemon. It's fucking sick. Yeah. But like, like, or uh, like Flash. Like, I, I taught my Kadabra Flash because I didn't want to carry somebody around with it. And I was like, I basically, like, and the only reason I taught it to my Kadabra was because, like, well, I know I'm just going to use whatever my strongest psychic move is with them anyways. Like, yeah. if I, you know, confusion to psychic to psybeam to whatever, like, I'm just going to use those. But I just, I, I just was a little shocked because, like, a lot of people, like, that was a pain in the ass. And I was a little surprised that they kept it in there for a whole, I guess they kept it in for more than two generations, too. But it Yeah, just, well, they didn't get rid of it until uh, the Sword and Shield. Yeah, and I just was like, why? Like, nobody, right? nobody is but, like, but again, please But again, with, with, this, with the Sword and Shield, they, like got rid of hms but they also got rid of the mini games and you could also switch pokemon out in the fly like in the in the world map yeah like there was just they they got rid of it in too many ways yeah i hated that you could switch pokemon anywhere i I don't like like i didn't mind that you could like the switching out pokemon in the field was great uh if they catched kept hms okay yeah 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 fair enough yeah I just, right? Then yeah. you could still have six Pokemon. Just playing right? through uh, it, I was like, fuck off. Don't make me fucking deal with this goddamn shit again. Um, but a, a good thing about this thing, too, is they added all the items your your Pokemon could hold. Yes. Yeah. Which I like. Right? But but now let me yeah. ask you that. Like By the end of the game, all six of my Pokemon were just holding an item that buffed a certain type of move. Like yeah. none of them are holding recovery items. Is that do you think oh, that's yeah, I, bad? I, I never I never really did unless like the only reason to do that is if you know that you're going into say like you're fighting Lieutenant Surge again and you're like, I'm gonna give them all the berry that uh heals paralysis. Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. So you kinda have to know what you're getting into to use them. Yeah. Um so oh. there's there's that kind of thing. Yeah. Right. It's just like a, a, a buff that you can go like, you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> it was like, I was like, I had like fucking 80 acorns and then I found the guy that makes balls and he makes one ball and then refuses to make you another one. Yeah, and I was just like, like, I'm not coming back here. Fuck well, you. No, he, he, uh, oh, maybe it was just in the hard gold one, but you could do like all of one kind. Right. And they're like, I'm going to give you 30 blue ones. <laughs> oh, see, well, like, cause the first time I found him, I gave him whatever I had. Like I had one of like three different colors. I gave him one. He made me yeah. a ball, whatever. But then he was like, I'm tired. I'm not making any more today. And I, and I was just like, well, fucking jokes on you, dick face. Cause I'm never coming back here. Cause I don't know where <laughs> you are. Like I had so many acorns and I couldn't remember where the guy even was <laughs> to go and get more made. So finally I just threw away all my acorns. I was yeah, like, so, and, that, and that's, that's one of those things too, right? Where they, it kind of got you to come back and play every day. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Right, because it's just one a day things. Like as long oh, as you knew where he fucking was. Right, and then um, like there are certain Pokemon that evolve. Like at you have to like for the new EV evolutions. So for Espeon and Umbreon, yeah, you have to get their friendship up high. So you can do that by either like spamming them with um like proteins and shit little, those stamp booster yeah, items yeah yeah or you gotta like get their hair cut and then you gotta do like these little things all the time to get that up wait okay so because uh, i gave i think i gave my machoke a haircut i got to a point where somebody needed a haircut someone was offering me a haircut and i was like well he's yeah. the traded one so he feels like the like adopted kid on the team yeah. like because he's the one i traded for so i was like i'll get him a haircut and then it said that he really liked me or something like that 
But like yeah. that was the only time and, I ever did that. What does that and, do? And, then the, and they have they have moves that depend on that that stat, and so it's like a hidden stat. So like I think there's I don't remember if it's this one, but like I know that this move exists, like return. Yeah. Right. Uh, and there are other ones that work on the happiness stat. So the happier your Pokemon are, so the less they faint, the more you use them, uh, you can uh, then uh, use that that move and it gets power more powerful holy fuck how fucking deep is this for a game that's like technically aimed at children or at least was yeah. back then holy christ i didn't realize i was playing fucking sweek it in two here like yeah. jesus fuck me well I'll make sure your pokemon are happy so they know the moves to not surf up the waterfall with their dark type acorn <laughs> fuck me like i'm like fuck i thought i like by the end of the game i was like i have a pretty good grasp on this game this this nope. episode has crushed my soul like this <laughs> fuck me and i like this game but i'm like i'm going back to gen one where it's like it's just give me three cadabras and get the fuck out of my way i'm going back to where i was safe i, I think i think you should play this again and try to new, just try to no, do new pokemon i do not have because okay because that's the second point i wanted to make this isn't one game this it's is two. yeah and i was like fortunately i knew that going in but like i finished the first part and then it was like oh now you can fucking surf or whatever over to the is it kanto region is that yeah i one? think so and they're like and now you can go fight all the original gym trainers again and go back to the old areas and there's that fucking yeah. lazy piece so, of shit snorlax and, again if, and what what kind of pissed me off in that one too was uh you go to like all the all the new areas and the Pokemon are all the same levels from the new area. Yeah. Like <laughs> that, okay. Okay. That's a great, that's great. Cause like, I wanted to say, listen, um, I like the fact that they put the jet. So if you've never played this, just in case you're wondering what the fuck we're talking about, once you basically beat the game, uh, Pokemon gold, silver, whatever, when you beat half the game. <laughs> yeah. Then you can basically go back to the game, like the exact areas or per, I don't know if they're exact replicas, but. Uh, you basically go back. Close. Yeah, you basically go back to the areas from the from Pokemon Red Blue, and you can fight the trainers from Red Blue again, and go it, catch a bunch it, of old well, Pokemon. Like, to, and... to be honest, that whole second area is a lot faster. It, a lot faster. It is. Yes. It's it's not like if you're playing the whole game again. No, you're not. And you like you're like, not. You you're not. Almost all the HMs and stuff. And, yeah. You're not I mean, doing like the Team Rocket shit and, and stuff. stuff, but you're 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 going through and you're kind of opening up everything. The trainers are all high levels, which yeah, is nice. Yeah, they are. But like, I agree with you, man. I was so fucking like, we went back to the area, like Gen One's areas, and I was like, oh fucking a. I was like, I want to go see, like, oh, I wonder if there'll be like a Growlithe over here, or fucking whatever. Yeah. So and, then you're like, oh. you have to make you have to make use of like, because they're all such the Pokemon are such lower level, and you're trying to catch some of them. Yeah. You have to make use of stuff like false swipe, which brings down, brings Pokemon down to one instead of killing it. Oh, see, I assume. Okay, so like, if you don't know, like, when, like when I finished like the Elite Four and beat Lance and everything, like my Pokemon were probably in like the mid forties, late high forties, whatever. And then we get back to Gen One and it, or the, the Gen One area, and it's like I'm literally running into Pokemon that are like level three and level four again. And like, yeah. uh, what I assumed it wanted me to do was to just go and I didn't do it. I didn't catch hardly. I was just like, fuck it. I just want to, I just want to beat this and get it over with. But like what I assumed it wanted me to do was go to like my PC and pull out some low level Pokemon that I had caught earlier and use those to catch these new low level Pokemon and basically start from scratch. Well, do you know you, what I mean? You can, you can also like, I know, I know it's not like, 
I do this in every game when I'm trying to go and complete the Pokedex afterwards. Yeah. Uh, I'll take my high level Pokemon and just spam Ultra Balls. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because they like the the way the system is set up is that like your level and over their level will give you a higher chance. Okay. Right. So I just go in with Ultra Balls, or I'll go in with the specialty Pokeballs. Like some of them are good for catching water Pokemon. Some yeah, which I I like catching, that. I thought that was dope. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. So like you kind of have to figure it out. I mean, in later versions they have like the Quick Ball. Yeah. Which which is like which is ideal for catching doing this kind of thing where you just you throw Quick Balls and right off the hop. And it has a way higher chance of catching them. Right. Or alternatively, they have the uh, the ones that like uh, the opposite. The longer the battle's been going on, yeah, you start yeah. using those ones, and they yeah. have a better chance, right? Um, I, I, uh, just and like go ahead. So as some of the strategy too, especially for trying to catch the legendary dogs in that one, because some of those guys are really good. Uh, suicide, the water one, particularly. Is good, but they have this thing where they leave. <laughs> oh, okay. So you, so you have to do stuff like mean look, I think, with a ghost Pokemon, or like you have to have like in later versions like Arena Trap, right? As like your Pokemon's specialty thing, right? Where they can't they can't run away. Okay. Now, okay, because that's okay. So the last thing I wanted to get to were the legendaries in this generation because I didn't catch any of them, but <laughs> but I'll explain why. But let's let me just so. I don't want anyone to think I mailed this in. I put 45 plus hours into this game. And if I had bought this as like a kid or got this as a gift, especially if you didn't know that that second half was there and you yeah. like played through the game and then found out you could go back to gen one and do it all over again. Like the value that this game offers is second to none. It's fucking incredible. Like the amount yeah. of hours you can get out of it in exchange for the dollars. But like, and I don't even think it's a oh, criticism. Yeah, this, is, this is like a hundred hour plus game. Oh, if it's you insanity. Are just doing the things. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't want to say that's even a bad thing. The only reason that I was just like, no, fuck this. I'm done. is because I'm trying to play so many games for this show. And I was like, I know I'm not going to complete the Pokedex. And I was like, yeah. I have got to get to some other games. I have got to move. I got all the badges in both, like both gyms or like both generations. I did all of it. And I was like, okay, I'm, I beat uh blue. I think is who you fight or whatever. Um, yeah. and then I was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta move on. Like, I gotta get some shit done. I want to say other than, okay. So as far as the gen one at the end of gen two, other than red being like that last final super boss, it is blue or whoever it is that you fight, right? It's the protagonist yeah. from, from red and blue yeah. is who you fight. Let me say yeah. like, that is such a fucking awesome idea. And he like, doesn't want to fight you at first. And then finally he's like, all right, like you've done everything. All right. Like, let's fight. That's Fine. fucking awesome. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. I just thought that was a, a, like, fucking tip of my hat. The fan service in this game, on like, I get why this is so many people's favorite Pokemon generation. I absolutely understand. Like, I, it might be mine, even though I don't ever want to play it again. I'm like, how do you not? I was like, I've got Gen 1 and all the trainers and stuff from Gen 1 and all these Pokemon, but all these new Pokemon and all these new areas in Gen 2 and all the breeding and the shine. I was like, Holy fuck. It's just, it's, it's, it really like expanded how, like, especially if like you want to do like competitive Pokemon against your friends, right? Yeah. Like, what the game is really meant to do is for you to fight your friends. Right. Right. So, I mean, the limitations of like the, the cable or whatever, but I mean, that's gone now. 
like uh, like I have heart gold on my 3ds right like, I could just go online right right oh fun fact about my when I was playing too um I was gifted a 3ds okay and uh because mine one of mine had got stolen when I first moved back to Edmonton okay that sounds like uh, Edmonton. So, yeah um <laughs> I won't get into that too much but someone gifted me a 3ds so um they gave it to me and it had never been I hadn't been connected to the internet oh wow so so the clock wasn't isn't right okay <laughs> so I was playing it like you know like if I'm playing during the day it's it's for whatever reason it's nighttime sure <laughs> in the game so it like gave me a little bit more of a random kind of thing and I would frequently not check <laughs> what time it was okay, unless i, I was you. like specifically looking for a certain pokemon right 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 um yeah fucking just i'm so blown away um the last thing so like we're fucking over an hour already i sure hope that i don't get shit for this episode because we tried really hard mick knows his fucking pokemon and i did and I, I did bring up a lot of shit i think that... you did yeah i've learned a lot <laughs> like i've learned legitimately learned shit playing this fucking uh this game or this doing this episode now the the legendaries in this one i did not catch any of them and admittedly part of the reason was because i was like i'm at fucking 45 hours and i need to play yep. something part of it was because i didn't have a guide and like you know helping me find them or anything because i don't know if i yep. would have found mewtwo without a guide showing me where mewtwo was back in gen one um yeah but part of it like was i just wanted to say like are they are they worth the work like they look some, cool. Some, some of them are okay. So what was really cool too? I thought about this one was because um, they have the two legendary ones, and it, they really kind of like push that. Uh, um, like it, you can catch Ho in the gold one at a low level, right? And then you can actually catch Lugia at a high, like level seventy. Okay. Right, so that's like your Mewtwo version of this. Right, yeah. And then the the dogs had brought up this cool aspect because like you go in and they kind of run away, right? And I think they're like level thirty or so. So it brought in this way of like trying to figure out how to catch them, right? Because you would just run into them randomly, right? Oh, uh, really? I they, didn't know that. Like I never ran yeah. into any of them. And then they then they run away. Right. So like while you're grinding out, trying to get, you know, your Pokedex filled, you just randomly run into them. And I think they come in order. So like you run to Entei first. Okay. Right. So then like, you're like, what the fuck? So then you can check on your Pokedex where it is. And then, uh, they're like strategies for catching them. Okay. So like, like I said, you gotta, cause they're running away. You have to like have a Pokemon use a certain move to keep them in the battle. Right. Right. And then, um, and then I think if they faint, they're gone, right? Sure, so, which, like, which is normal, normal, right? You give one and shot like, at so, it, right? But this one like keeps coming up, right? So you have to do thing. You can do things like uh, you get uh, high level Pokemon, and then you use repels, okay? So that like any level Pokemon that are uh, below that your threshold or yeah, whatever, yeah. Uh, won't show up so you're only fighting that guy in that area oh, and then if they run and okay. if they run away they move to a new area so then you got to go to that area does it tell <laughs> you where they go well you have to yeah you check on the pokedex oh, okay okay and then so like and i think i'm not i know in gen 3 they have it with the the flying guys is they have the same concept okay um 
but then in the you kind of have to like track them down and kind of run into them. So like every time you move to a new area, they move. Yeah, yeah. Right. So you have to have a strategy and how to get to them, and so you have to land in the same areas that they're in. Okay. And then you got to apply these strategies okay. to get them. <laughs> and what's really cool, like I do remember this was like. Because I, I, I was like, oh, I'm going to make a note of that. I'm going to come back. And then I never went back because I was like, I got to get this fucking game done. You like you go to this one town and there was like two towers, but they said one burned down. Yeah. And they said that like the like they were part of it or something like they burned in it or something like that. And then they were brought. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I love that. Like, I don't know. Just I just feel like they literally leveled up every single aspect, even the legendaries. And I like the legendaries from gen one, but I just felt like they were like, Oh, they have like this cool story. And then the idea that yep. they're like running away and you need to track them down and shit like that. And then you can catch the thing that brought them back, which is that that's the whole. Oh, right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like the weird looking bird. Um, yeah. Fucking so man, fucking sick. So do you have a favorite then? Cause like, I don't, I don't have a favorite cause I didn't oh, have any. Uh, suicide the water one and i don't remember what the electric dog one is but he's pretty good too i I just like like i'm a i'll just be straight and like i gotta have an electric type pokemon sure all the time in any game i play it's just again they only have the one weakness and they they're good against a lot of stuff so like almost every pokemon game's got a lot of water and a lot of flying yeah right so like having an electric pokemon is just such a great pokemon to have on your team just because i like if anything that's what i learned from this podcast was like i don't think i would have struggled nearly as hard as i did with some of these fights if i had had an electric pokemon of some kind and i did not have one i feel like that was the only uh type that i really didn't have covered and it sounds like that's fucked me what they kind of did too because magnemite sucked (laughs) a lot is they gave, gave him the steel so it like gave him resistance to a lot of things and gave him a little bit more moves yeah so it made him a lot more usable, especially okay. when he evolves. Okay. Fuck, man. Jesus Christ. I feel like <laughs> an hour ago, I was like, I kind of know this game. And nope. now I'm like, how the fuck did I spend 45 hours with this fucking game? And I have no, like, for all of yeah, you that it- are on me to like play more RPGs and stuff, like, this is why I don't. I don't yeah. get and it. So I don't like, have the patience to learn like, all of this. For, for, for the purposes of this podcast, you did what you needed to do. You went through the game. Yeah. And then you brought someone in that fucking loved it. Yeah. And like, <laughs> and, and let through. me just like, and, I, and I'm, I'm going to be absolutely positive when I say this, I probably forgot to mention some shit. So if anyone wants to come at me, for, <laughs> for real, the game is so fucking huge. I couldn't for, believe it. For what it is. Yeah. It is one of the biggest fucking games there is. Yeah. Uh, for any Pokemon game. And the amount of stuff you can do, like, they they took away so much of it because the game is so big. Like, there's not another Pokemon game that's day and night. There's not another Pokemon game that really deals with time. There's not another Pokemon game where they have specific things to the day, right? Is there another one where you fucking beat the game and then go back and play the fucking game from before it at the end? No, there's not another one that does that, right? It's insanity. Right? So, like, they kind of nerfed a lot of that. Which, to me, I mean, I guess it makes sense. You're going to new areas that aren't connected. Sure. Right? Like, you're in that island one and the third one. And then in, you're in a totally different area for uh, uh, Diamond and Pearl. And then uh, Black and White's a new area. X and Y is a new area. Uh, Sun and Moon's a, another island one. Actually, it's the only Pokemon game I don't think I've played. 
is that one. Oh, okay. So one of these days, I will probably find a copy of it for my 3DS, and I will fucking sit down and I will crush through that as well. I mean, I tried to do an emulator one, but it just didn't feel the same. Yeah, yeah. Well, let me just, like, so we got to score this and wrap it up. But let me just say, I, like, I already said it on this episode once, but I truly, in my heart, feel like this is, this generation is why Pokemon is where it is today. Like, this is, is why, instead of it fading out with, like, a weaker, like, a, a, a lackluster sequel, they were like, we put everything we fucking had into the sequel. And it just yep. exploded. And I get why everybody loves this generation so much now. It's fucking unreal. Um, yeah, and, and here's what you could do. You don't even really need to start it over, right? Later on, pick it up and just try to do a little bit at a time. Yeah, yeah. And like, go look, go pick up a guide and go like, do like the week, do a week where you try just to do all the week stuff. Yeah, yeah. So all the stuff for Monday, all the stuff for Tuesday, just go and do that. And you'll see like why these things are so cool. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm just in awe, like of the the quality of this game. It's it's holy Christ. Um. So we got to score it. There's at the end of this, I, there's 251 Pokemon at the end of this game. Yeah. I don't know if you could catch all of the gen ones in this, but like there's 251 Pokemon by the end. You got to trade. So we'll score it out of 251. So I'll ask you yeah. then, Mick, what would you give Pokemon gold, silver out of 251? 251. This is a yeah. fucking perfect game. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like, I mean, I'm going to give it like the 245. Cause you know, you guys know it's the super Mario world tax, but like, yeah. As someone that doesn't love Pokemon, that doesn't love RPGs, um, and that was at the by the end of the game being like, for the mother fuck, I gotta go play something else, finish this. Yeah. Uh, I walk away and I look back at it. And I'm like, that is practically a flawless, incredibly well made video game. Um, yeah. I'm just, I'm so in awe of it. It was just so well done. So I, I have no real complaints other than the fact that. I suck at Pokemon, apparently. Um, and I mean, like, you you you're doing lots, right? Yeah. So I understand you got lots of time constraints. And like, if you had played this game when it came out, you probably would have been like, "Holy fuck!" Sure. <laughs> and if this had been like the reason I'm so attached to Gen One is because it was my first. If this had been my first, I would yep. I'd, I'd feel like so many of you because I get so many messages from people that like this was their first Pokemon, and I get it. Like if this had been my first, I understand. And listen, I, I literally, I literally pre-sailed this. This is the first game I pre-sailed. <laughs> and I, and I just want to like, like, I, I don't put forty-five out. Like, there are games that y'all sponsor or that win the Pokemon polls that I play and I beat. But usually by like twenty, twenty-five hours, I'm like, like Need for Speed. I play Need for Speed for this ep- for this podcast. And I got to like the third or fourth last like boss race and I couldn't beat it. And I was like, I've played enough that I could confidently host a podcast. I'm good. I put 45 hours into this, despite the fact that I was like, I know I'm not going to finish everything. I know I've got more to get to. I think it's a testament to just how much quality is here. I was so blown away. I can't complain about anything. I just, it's not super Mario world. So it can't get a perfect score, (laughs) but, uh, it's fucking excellent. And, uh, Mick, you have been on me to come on this show for a Pokemon episode for so long. I'm glad that we were finally able to make it happen since like the beginning of remember the game. I think so too. (laughs) So, uh, I'm glad this was finally able to happen. And, uh, I seriously did learn some shit today. So thank you very much, buddy. I appreciate it. No problem, man. Thanks for finally doing this.
This has been a, a dream of mine, since, <laughs> like I said at the beginning. Ah, uh, fuck. I love it. Well, then in like 20 more years when I play another Pokemon, I'll make sure to have you on again. Sounds good, man. Beauty. That's going to do it for this week's episode. Dean Donian, thank you so much for sponsoring uh, an episode of Remember the Game and for sharing your stories of why you love Pokemon Gen 2 so much. It was great chatting with you. And of course, to my good friend Miklos, thank you for coming on the show. I'm glad you finally got a chance to swing by Remember the Game Industries and talk Pokemon because I know how badly you've wanted to and I hope you feel better about yourself now. And like Mick said, if any of you have a problem, if any of you are like, hey, you guys didn't bring up this or this or this, yell at Mick, not me. And just message me and I'll give you his address. Uh, but thank you all so much for listening. Uh, I really, oh yeah, I should have said it most of all. Thank you all so much for listening, but whatever. Uh, no, most, uh, whatever. Thank you all so much for listening. I really do appreciate it very, very much. If you didn't hate this podcast, leave us a good review wherever you leave your reviews. I'm not sure what they accomplish, but I know the good shows ask for them. So fuck, I'm going to ask for them too. And if you're like, I can't get enough of this, uh, maybe consider supporting us on Patreon. It's patreon.com slash remember the game. It starts at only $2 a month and you get two additional shows every week, plus instant access to over 200 bonus podcasts, plus the ability to get comments read on the shows and join our Discord and you get a shout out and blah, 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 blah. Uh, just wait until August 1st. Don't sign up in the last couple of days of the month or you're going to get charged twice. And I don't want to steal any more of your money than I have to. All right. But patreon.com slash remember the game is where you can find it. We really appreciate the support. And don't forget, 5% of our Patreon is getting donated to charity every at the end of every year. So wins all around. Uh, we have a P.O. box at remember the game podcast.com. You can find our address there. Send me a postcard or a letter, something little. Let me know where you're listening. I'll write back. We'll be friends. And I'm on Twitch sometimes, twitch.tv slash remember the game if you want to swing by and argue with me about grass starters versus any other kind it doesn't matter you're wrong grass starters for the win that's going to do for this week's episode we will be back next week with remember the game number 208 which i think is going to be about ratchet and clank for the ps2 uh i'm going to shout out some patreons and get the hell out of here thanks for listening i'll talk to you on the next one cheers goodbye Remember the Game is brought to you by our Patreons. I could not puke up all the content I churn out every week without all of your support. The following people are at the Senior Executive Vice President level or higher at patreon.com slash rememberthegame, and I'd like to take a moment to thank them all personally by butchering a bunch of their names. So a huge thank you to... Makeshift Mellow Magic Money, Joe Buck, Sharonic, Andre, Keegs and his stupid arrow handle, James Clark, Dave McGee, DNA Gaming, Slick Rick, Doug Dorn, Charlie Medeiros, Andrew Wright, Jordan, The Good Enough Gamer on YouTube, Fraser Burns, Lil Bunny Fufu 89, Angry Ticks, Dave Thompson, No One Cares, Brandon O'Brien, Aaron Lawson, Matt McLean, Nathan Tromblay, A-Town, Morgan, Zane Donovan, Ryan Kinchin, Mike Maloney, G9PSX, Wolfgang Darren, Sam Wright, Andy Hudson, Chris Coplin, Doogie, Wolf Magic 21, Johnny CCDC, Joe LeBlanc, Squints, Titan 420, Zonko 504, Russell Aldridge, Jeff Bergeron, Captain N, Game Nomad Misi, Daniel, Tunable Power, John Woodruff, Just a Fish, Noob Q, Super Dad Bros Podcast, Denzalo, Holmes, Zach Shepard, Chris Dickin, Matthew D'Amico, Frosty Feet 492, Triple, Austin Cook, 
Elijah Burns, Stephen Parnell, Ray San Juan Tongo, Zach Coiner, DBXJ, Jameer Williams, Steve Dalk, Phil McCracken, Trav H, Mizuru, Nicholas Chaffee, David Marcus, Phil Lencher, Ruben Elizald, Eric James, Riley Turvey, Jake Carter, Mexican Johnny, C-Spin, Thomas Smith, Nicola, Munch Makuchi, Leroy Westrich, Dark Squall, Jerry the 3D Printed Sawstrich, Evolva, Sean Ramos, Boston Porksword, DB Cooper, Stud Still Smash, Mojo the Helper Monkey, Brant Hewitt, Gabe, Dan Fuselman, Aaron Mitson, Decoy Man, John Jameson, Tyler Nightmare, Blaine the Hoagie Man, Scary Terry Douglas, Bucky Duck, Benjamin Swiller, The Pet My Peeve Podcast, Tristan Team the Great, Hegel Waffle, Kayach, Jimothy, Joe Stone, Chris Williams, Oroku Saki's Gardener, Nicole Novak, Cody Richardson, General Fury, Salty by Design, Jason Workman, Dem Boys on the Roof, Max Lagroom, James Juan Francesco, The Jamadian Nightmare, Matt Hamilton, Nomad, James Black, Sam Carpenter, Nerdy Hybrid, Tug Jones, Adam Fletcher, Colin Bollinger, Justified 01, Lucas, Joey Mercury, You Lick My Butt, IR Jackal, Theorand, Zias, Timmy the Exuberant Turtle, Lance Jones, Brian Neese, Christian Gabriel, Big Poppy Logan, John M. Watkins, Tally 311, Beef Dingleberry, Michael Berjudina, Sorry, Michael. <laughs> Hitchy Poo, da- Daniel Matthews, Arctic Fission, Romaldo Marquez, Connor McCann, Mark Naley, and Darren Dickey. That was not the worst one I've ever done. Uh, thanks a lot, everybody. I appreciate the support. I'll yell at you and fuck your names up again next week. Cheers, Purple Monkey Dishwasher. <laughs> Thank you.